afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. Go here. Thursday, January the 12th, 2023. We made it. We're out of 2022. Don't get your hopes up, but we're, out of, we're at least out of 2022. So, you know, that's one more. That's one more. One more. Uh, one more chalk line on the chalkboard. The next few lines might get a little squiggly. Shit might get a little fucked up. We'll straighten out afterwards, don't worry. It's what we're used to now. Then we'll have like six to eight years of relative stability. And then society will collapse. That's okay. So we, we got some time. We got some time. Enough time. For James Cameron to get out at least five more avatars. So we're, we're good. We got, we got just enough time to uh, watch cinema. Uh, and evidently watch it. Uh, not sitting on her ass. I'm still trying to compute what, what James meant by that. Well, maybe we'll talk about that later. Either way, welcome to another Technolophic Podcast. Glad you could join us today. If you're here with us live, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're watching us on YouTube. Thank you for continuing to do so. And, of course, on the RSS feeds as well. i uh, got a good lo- a show lined up for you, as always. Uh, but before we get started, I don't know if he's awake enough to answer this question right now. We're going to test We're gonna test his mental acuity this soon after after waking up. Mr. Black, how was your week? Um, another week. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was a few minutes late, guys. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I fell asleep. Funny thing is, I set the alarm, but the alarm I accidentally set to AM instead of PM. Oh, shit. And, you know, I Your think ass like, could have been gone until nine o'clock tonight. I could have been, but I, but usually <laughs> when that shit like that happens, I'll oversleep, but I won't over oversleep. Like it's like my body knows, like you need to wake the fuck up. So when I woke up, I was like, "Uh oh, this doesn't feel like a forty-five minute power nap." Shit felt a little bit longer. And yeah, so anyway, I'm all right though. Uh, been it's just been another week, same old shit, different pile. You took Um, a bath. I did. I took a bath yesterday, man. I've been uh, I've been grinding hard. Like I've been up so early every day that like my shit, i've been like, seeing your notifications you know they you know i i get your discord notifications or whatever and so most of the time i'm like sitting in a tim hortons parking lot after taking him to work or whatever and my phone goes off and i'm like who the fuck is texting me at the oh jeff's awake and on in this city right like yeah. quarter after seven in the morning <laughs> yeah that's been that's been that uh i've been waking up at like fucking bizarre it's like 445 430 like i just 445 bro i'm telling you it's been brutal and then like i can't fall back asleep so like once i'm up that's it it's over um but yeah anyway it's just been early mornings i'm just tired i'm tired (laughs) so i just need to i I need like a night tonight i'm gonna try and just get like eight nine hours of sleep instead of like four five that's a good then, uh, that's a good benchmark to go for. Yeah, and then I'll be and then I think I'll be uh, I'll be good. Outside of that, it's been another week. Marvelous. And that's that's that. Yeah, I um I too had a uh, a nap before the podcast. Well, I tried to anyway. Um but it was too fucking bright in the living room. Uh I had my hood up and I was trying to, you know, you know, like I did everything you ever been so tired and you're laying comfortable that that like if you know, brighten the room or some shit or maybe it's too cold and you have to like turn the heater on? But you ever been so comfortable and so tired 
that you will do literally anything except for the one thing that you need to do to solve your problem. That was exactly where I was at. I was upstairs in the living room. I'd eaten lunch. I knew M was going to be awake in another 45 minutes or whatever from that time because we were originally going to go and, and get some stuff for her because she, she gets back on a plane and goes out west on Saturday, and so we were going to go out before the podcast and run a couple errands or whatever. So I was upstairs, I was like, oh, well, I got some time, so I'll just, you know, kick out on the couch here and have a little nap. No. And I didn't get the fuck up and just close the curtains. Like, I it would have solved the problem immediately. I was so comfortable and so tired that I just, I just, I tried everything else. I had the hood up around my fucking face, then I couldn't breathe, and I was too hot, and I was rolling over, trying to, like, block the sun out. None of it fucking worked, and so it was like, I think I had, like, a good solid three to five minutes at the end of the at the end of it all, I had like an hour where I could have done literally anything to stop the sun from coming into the room. Didn't do a fucking ounce of it, but you know it was still comfortable. It was nice to lay down, so uh, I got that uh, uh, out of the system. But I uh, yeah, I'm, I've been I've been tired the last couple of days too. Different reasons. You, I haven't been waking up at four forty five. Waking up at at six, but that's you know I, I've been going to bed and sleeping for you know five or six hours, not four or whatever you've been. Getting up and getting, getting to sleep. It's rough. It's been tough. Rough. Yeah. Uh, my week has uh, also been another week. We have um, oh, clearly more done at the house. I started laying the last of the floor in the master bedroom today. There's like seven rows of flooring left. Uh, and then that's like all of the flooring that will be laid at that point. All of the baseboard is in except for uh, clearly the spot where I'm laying flooring in the master bedroom right now. Uh, and, uh, and so there's some baseboard that's been put in and nailed on and holes filled. Now it's just waiting to be painted one time. Uh, dad's working on the bullnose at the top of the stairs right now. Uh, we got a custom fab bullnose because of the way, partially because of the way the original subfloor and the head of the stairs was built and partially because... Uh, when we were laying floor and setting stuff up at the time, we didn't have a bullnose and we weren't sure what we were dealing with. So we just got to kind of like custom up some shit. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yep, that's done. The kitchen's like 95%. It won't, we won't really be able to do the rest of it until we stain the, uh, the island. And that will probably be one of the last things that we do. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're just about home free. Uh, Smitty has got to come over before we book the uh the inspection because the permit cleared so now we're just waiting uh for a time to book the inspection because they told me they're like you're gonna book it and i was like so how long am i gonna wait before they come over like two weeks and she was like no like the next day and i was like oh shit okay so uh so we're waiting until everything is done done so that if this you know person comes over and 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 they're going all right i want to see upstairs too then everything will be, you know, will be done and there won't be very many things for them to like be looking at and be like, oh, what's going on in here? What's going on? It looks like you did a little extra work over here. What did you do over here? So everything is going to be like fucking completed and then we'll, we'll bring this guy, uh, this guy over to, to do the work. But uh, until then, yeah, just chipping, chipping away at the final little bits. This is the, sh- like, I want, uh, the shittiest part is definitely an exaggeration, but it's like the, it's a, it's, it's like a, a blue balls because we're right at the fucking end of this bitch. But all of this final work takes more time than some of the biggest fucking projects in the entire. Because everything you have to wait, you gotta wait for glue to set before you can fucking cock the bitch, before you can fucking paint the bitch, before you can fucking move on to something else. And it just, it just, uh, you know, one thing 
uh, after another, but uh, but it's looking like a house now. I'm excited. It's going to be wonderful. And uh, and yeah, that was pretty much uh, the week. Other than that, we're just preparing for M to go out west again uh, to do uh, another bout of uh, travel nursing and uh, and just bracing for uh, for that. But well, we got some video game news to talk about, Mr. Black. Shall we talk about some video game news? Get on and talk about that. What do we got this week? It seems that card games are still an inroad for many intellectual properties trying to get a piece of that sweet Hearthstone lightning in a bottle. And I'm still attributing pretty much all of this to Hearthstone. I like there. I can't imagine. It's not like there's been another another card game, digital or otherwise, that has come up and had such massive success that it would make people believe that they need to also make a card game. Uh, like, Marvel Snap has done relatively well, but if I see Ben Brode's fucking face on a TikTok advertisement one more time, I'm gonna fucking yeet myself off the roof of my new home. The guy is just everywhere, and he, like, he, he looks like Ned Flanders. He's just constantly smiling, and I'm happy he's happy. But the shit's getting kind of fucking weird, just like, you know, Ned Flanders kind of oakily dokily everywhere he fucking goes talking about, about Marvel Snap. But uh, as it turns out, there's more. And from an IP that not a lot of people were probably sitting at home going, hey, I could, you know what, I've been holding out on the card games. Nothing's really interested me because I've been really waiting for the one true card game god. Gears of War. <laughs> okay. Gears of War card game. It's coming. Uh, and evidently it's going to be coming sometime this year. I, I didn't see uh, readily a, a, like a, a, you know, specific month and day. Uh, but it is a 2023 launch window. I don't even know what to expect from a Gears of War card game. I, it, would, I, it would definitely wouldn't have been on my bingo list for games that are going to become card games in the future. Uh, but, uh, fuck me, dude. I don't know. I, 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 clearly card games must be to be doing well enough for at least a small team to be doing this. But, uh, what's your, what's your, uh, read on this? Is card games still something that people should be investing their time in? Or do you think that, or do you think that this is like an awkward time to get in? Cause we're kind of like on the back end of the, of the hype train. And now it's just kind of like, you missed the boat. You know, you, you had your opportunity. Or, or do you think the people are kind of on the, the, the tail end of it? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard think, to say, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I want to say it's not too late, mm. but I do want to say Gears of War card game is likely going to fail and fail very quickly. It's so left field. Maybe it fucking works in some crazy way. Because, like, because certainly, if I sat down and tried to come up with how does a Gears of War card game work, if they aren't just kind of one for one ripping off an existing card game and just painting it Gears of War, I'm trying to like, I, I don't fuck. I, we gonna have like roadie run mechanics in a card game somehow? Like, I, don't, I, I somehow feel like that would be a very difficult thing to do. Um... But yeah, I, I, I've been thinking about this when they came up with Marvel Snap, and Marvel Snap's been a relative success, but they've also thrown an unimaginable amount of advertising money at Marvel Snap. There was like two or three months where every single advertisement that I saw on the internet, regardless of what website I went on, was for Marvel fucking Snap. It was, it was ubiquitous. It was everywhere. There was one point, somebody posted a, a picture on the, of their Twitter feed, 
were in one width of their phone. They had two Marvel Snap ads. You want to know what's crazy? Is I've never heard of this game until you brought it up. Marvel Snap? Never heard of Impossible. it. Impossible. Dude, I'm not joking. No shot! You've never heard of Marvel Snap. This is like, you know what this is going to sound like to people? This is going to sound like, you know, on YouTube, and they have, like, you, you know, uh, uh, reaction videos to rap songs, and there's, like, you know, six six guys sitting in a room, and they're like, this is the first time we heard Eminem stan, and everyone's like, how? <laughs> you could have been yeah, born no. yesterday and heard that bitch. There's no chance you tell me you haven't heard stan. So I'm Never shocked that you haven't heard of this shit. I just had to Google it. Even when I'm looking at it now, it doesn't even ring a bell. I don't think wow. I've seen any ads, or I've just been like... Well, no wonder my Ben him. Brode joke didn't fucking land with you over there. Uh, then they didn't even know. So Ben Brode, who was the, the lead for Hearthstone mm-hmm. at Blizzard, they, he, 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 he fucking left uh, Blizzard uh, eons ago, a couple years ago now, to start his own company. Brought a few extra guys from Hearthstone with him. Because clearly he was looking at Hearthstone going, I've done everything I can do here, and now I've got to do what everyone else does, and that's go start my own fucking video game company and, and do it myself. And so they, they started up, and they got a contract with Marvel to do Marvel Snap. And so that's what it is. It's their, it's their game. And I've played, I've streamed probably about 30 or so hours of it, maybe 40. And um, it's... First of all, it's still kind of locked to mobile. You can play it on the PC, but they don't have a PC UI. You just get the UI of the phone yeah. in the middle of the screen. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're, like, if you take that out of the equation, I mean, it looks good. It runs well. It's it's unique in its mechanics uh, for the for the most part, and uh, and at least they give you. Uh, <sighs> They give the, 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 the air of this is monetized in a less scummy way than other card games that eventually you hit a wall around the 30 hour mark and it's, and it's a wall. It's like the fucking, the, the wall in the North in game of Thrones. Like it's not your typical brick wall that you can climb over. Uh, this shit is like a fucking 700-foot-tall mammoth that's keeping the fucking White Walkers at bay. Like, it is a big fucking wall. And I stopped playing. Outright. I just said there's no shot. <laughs> there's no, not a chance in hell. Um, but uh, but that's, yeah, so that's the... the it, it is popular, but, yeah, like I, uh, what I said, and that's why I'm shocked that you haven't... Like, half the memes on the internet for about three weeks where I can't... I was like, every people were saying, all, I've seen all these ads, but I've never seen a single person say that they've played Marble Snap. Like, it was so fucking ubiquitous. Yeah. I I mean, I don't... I'm not on the internet often. Like, in terms of casual doing whatever. I'm just shocked like, that you... I'm just shocked that because you're in, like, the Blizzard silo that you didn't catch even nah, one message, did. like, one errant fucking shot. If I did, if if I did, it just went... It just went right head, And I just didn't <laughs> even realize what was going on. So, anyway... Uh, snap! Don't know what it is. Uh, it's a card never game. Seen it. Yeah, it's a card yeah. game. It it's seems card to be game. rated pretty well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in general, I don't think the card genre is dead, and I don't think it's too late. I just don't think Gears of War is is it, the right thing. Is the right one. I'll, I'll tell you, it's got the shock factor. I'll be I'll be interested when it launches to see at least look at it and be like, okay, what did you crazy bastards do to make a fucking Gears of War card game? Uh, I'll be very interested in, in indeed. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Have you seen any of this pop up on your timeline? I have. Yes. Yeah. I have, yeah. So 
this, this, I'm not even involved in this shit. This shit blindsided me. Like, I, I read it, and I, at first, first of all, full disclosure, because I'm not invested in this ecosystem per se, I wasn't even aware that there was an open gaming license in effect uh, that allowed people to do like 90% of what they've been doing for, well, I don't know, the better part of 23 years now or almost, I think because the original LGL was in 2000. And so, and it's gone until this point. And, but that's apparently what it is. So the, uh, the, the essentially uh, what's been going on, if you guys haven't seen any of this pop up, is that the Wizards of the Coast, who own Dungeons and Dragons, along with like Magic the Gathering and, and some other shit, uh, while I have in my notes, they chose violence this week. That's probably an apt description as they released an upcoming, likely within a week. Like they released this shit, the news of it, and they were like, oh, by the way, this is happening in like seven days. So buckle the fuck up. And prepare for it, because they pulled the YouTube, too. It's retroactive, which is the, the... God, I fucking hate that shit. Um, and so they have, uh, within the week, to change their open gaming license. So what, what is that license? Well, the open gaming license was created in the year 2000, which is a long time ago. Some of you motherfuckers probably weren't even coming out your mom yet. That's how long ago this shit was. 2000, allowed a wide range of unofficial commercial products that build on the mechanics of Dungeons and Dragons and played a forefront role in spreading Dungeons and Dragons to the masses. So it's it's basically the license that allows people to take it, make their own campaigns, create content with it, that kind of, a, of an idea, as long as they're not taking the Dungeons and Dragons campaign specifically that they have written and going and trying to make, you know, their own shit or selling like crazy merchandise and all that kind of there there are very there are very defined lines in there but it was relatively open as the name would imply relatively open which is what has allowed a lot of of dungeons and dragons content to succeed over the the, uh, the last couple of decades including stuff like critical role which in the last couple of seasons to my understanding um uh, uh Matt Mercer has kind of been like slowly creeping away from relying too much on their uh, on their system and rule set in in the in the sense of the OGL because they probably saw the writing on the wall and thought, hey, we should probably protect ourselves a bit because uh, Critical Role is a golden fucking goose. That shit makes a lot of money for those guys uh, and girls, and so they uh, they were trying to prepare for for that. I'm sure, but regardless, that's that's kind of where this is at. Uh, and, uh, and they just announced this and said seven days, buckle the fuck up, it's retroactive, get fucked, we'll see you in, in, a, in a few days. Um, to expand on that a little bit more, the, in the new OGL, so the new, uh, open gaming license, they are looking to implement, or, or the one that they're looking to implement, would all but wipe out the majority of the existing content that exists outside of the Wizards of the Coast's own works. The new OGL is also retroactive, as I mentioned, meaning that even existing agreements are to be nullified. So there are agreements between creators and Wizards of the Coast if they are doing, let's say, going above and beyond just homebrew at home, doing their own shit, and then playing with their friends and blah, 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 blah. If they're actually like in a business venture of some kind, there are agreements based on the, OG, the original OGL that are just going to outright be nullified. They're like, oh, contract's over. Time to sign a new one if you want to. Uh, and so th that's what this new one is. Uh, this has, of course, caused a lot of frustration through the D&D community, and it will be interesting to see how much of any change occurs based on the feedback. There's been a lot of people that have businesses and stuff that have, been, that have, uh, that have agreements with the original OGL 
Uh, I saw a couple just before we went live, actually. There was one that was talking about the fact that they're just sitting there. They're like, nobody in the community, wa- like in the Dungeons Dragons community wants to talk about anything else until this is settled and everyone knows what the fuck is really going on. We can't make any business decisions until we know what's going on. We're kind of flying blind. So the community is a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit fucked up about it right now. Many major creators and some companies are already working on their own mechanic sets so to not have to contend with the major hoop jumping that this new license is going to bring. And I don't have all the details of it. You can very clearly go and look up what we do know about the new OGL license, but it is far more prohibitive than the previous, like way more restrictive. And uh, they're coming for a lot bigger of a cut, like across the board in terms of revenue sharing with uh, Wizards of the Coast. And then there's an odd agreement in there. I wanted to say, I want to say it's with Kickstarter. They have some sort of thing where like you can save yourself a whopping five percent if you do it through if you like launch your shit through Kickstarter or some weird fucking out. It's a weird thing. Anyway, the the long short of it is way more restrictive, way more money goes to Wizards of the Coast, and they are retroactively clawing back all the previous agreements, nullifying them. And if you want to continue on, you're gonna to have to re-sign with this uh this new agreement which is obviously within their legal rights to do so. It's just a fucking dick move when you're like, hey, you got seven days, bitch. This has been a thing for 20 years, but we're going to give you seven days. Have fun. <laughs> and so, like, I, like a lot of people, you're not going to see a lot of people, like, shaking their fists and be like, you shouldn't be legally able to do this. Ah, it's not your right, because it's clearly they own the property. It's just the, the way that they're going about it is fucking people up. On top of, of course, even if they gave them more time, a lot of people would have to do major revisions to their businesses and, uh, and, uh, and any kind of content that they've built based on agreements with, with them on the original gaming license. So, a kind of a fucked up thing. You said you saw some uh, on your timeline. Was there anything specific that they were talking about in yours, or did you just catch it when it was, when you were I scrolling? I just caught it. Yeah, I just caught it um, well, when I was just kind of scrolling through. I didn't yeah. dig into it or anything. I just saw a headline and um, might have been from that publisher deck something or deck something oh I don't remember uh what it was. i know who you're talking about but i can't yeah. i can't yeah 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 uh I, I saw it and then i was like oh okay and then that was pretty much it because i just don't i don't follow dungeons and dragons it's not yeah i know it's just not my 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 jam so i don't really have much i read it for the purposes of the podcast and and uh you know, I'll, I'll occasionally consume the odd Dungeons and Dragons related thing, but but other than that, I'm not really invested in it. Uh, but yeah, very very interesting. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. I've played and a couple weeks of a campaign at best years ago. What is stopping people from just creating their own? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. So, okay. like, as far as copyright's concerned, you and, and the only the, what would be interesting. I'd like I'd love to ask a uh, a lawyer that would have answers to this, but it is to my understanding that you cannot copyright game mechanics. You can only copyright like the uh like let's say the the uh the audio visual portions, the IP yeah. itself. Yeah. So, and there are exceptions to that, like for example, but not the mechanics of the IP. 
Yeah, well, well yeah, because it's not because they're supposed to be separate things, right? So the, there are some crazy uh, exceptions. Like, for example, uh, Monopoly actually has copyright of the Monopoly mechanics. It's a very rare uh, example of this. And I'm sure if you went digging, there are probably like some really specific short term, um, you know, we own this thing for at least the next 15 years type shit, but it's not like in perpetuity or some nonsense. Unless you're Disney, then everything you do is in perpetuity, but, but in this instance, not so much. So is there anything stopping people? No, it's just that for 20 years... This OGL has left them, and so they can do it. And there are some, the one that you mentioned is, I believe, one of them that said, you know, we're already, like, halfway there. We're just going to go, it's a lot of work. One does not simply just out and fucking, like, create Dungeons and Dragons, but that's that's going to definitely happen with some of the people that have a lot of money and time they'll have that and and so like i feel like ironically here this is just going to end up proliferating direct competition yeah with dungeons and and dragons and you never know somebody might create a better version of like a more modern version of dungeons and dragons (laughs) and uh i mean they could literally call it yeah i mean they could call it like um don'ts and donuts and it still says (laughs) D &D, you know what i mean like it could literally be i don't know they might be able to get away with that in court though like dungeons and dragons could be like D D is basically just wholly fucking associated with dungeons and dragons they might win that one but i'd like to see it happen i'd like to see somebody give it a shot for sure i do think that might happen though i think people i think at this point uh, there are a lot of very talented people in the community that have done that have been dungeon masters or whatever for a long time that are probably part of some of these companies, and I fully suspect that they are the wholly capable of coming up with very good, fun game mechanics for a similar system like Dungeon, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and so, I mean, I, I I saw a joke, I saw a joke about this uh, on my timeline as well, where somebody said finally all these groups where there's been that dungeon master that's been bugging their fucking players for five years to play this random fucking game that nobody's heard of they're finally going to have to do it now they're not going to have a choice uh and they're going to find out that it's not a bad it's a pretty good game kind of a situation so yeah i i think the two things i'm interested in is does wizards of the coast claw this back very much if at all and two What's the result in the market in like let's say five or ten years from now if they don't revise this this uh, license in terms of their competition? Are they literally just they're shooting the you know the not to use the golden goose twice in five fucking minutes? But are they are they are they fucking shooting their old go, their own golden goose? Having this as open as it was, they were they were proliferating Dungeons and Dragons, and it's more popular now than it's ever been in the history of Dungeons and Dragons. And just at its peak, they're like. Time to take it out back. <laughs> I don't quite understand where they're coming from, but okay, wizards, you do you. We'll see how uh, we'll see how it all goes. And best of luck to the fucking like li- literally like thousands of people that are involved in businesses or run their own business based on this twenty plus year license that are now scrambling over the course of the next five fucking business days to try and and pick up the pieces and figure out how they're going to navigate this uh, this new paradigm for them uh, going forward. Uh, speaking of new paradigms, that's not even a segue, I just wanted to say the word again. Ubisoft is having an Ubi hard time. That's the best joke of the day, so, uh, take it. Love it. 
Uh, I've probably used that joke at least once in the last five years, but I'm bringing it back again. A brutal update coming from the company uh, today, and by today I meant yesterday because that's when I wrote this script, uh, had some grim news for investors, Mr. Black. We know Ubisoft, or we've known loosely if you've read between the lines, and they, they were wide lines, you had a lot of room to read between them, uh, that shit's not exactly fucking all roses over there at uh, at Ubisoft. They've been canceling games a lot. There's been a lot of scandal going on there. People were wondering if Yves Guimau was finally going to have to step down. It never fucking happened. He just did the thing where he never, he just shut the fuck up, didn't say anything for a year, and then people just kind of stopped talking about it. Uh, you know, that that's kind of what Ubisoft's life has been like for, for quite some time. Now, we get this update. And it's not looking like it's any fucking better. And in fact, it's looking like it's even worse. So in this list that they put out themselves, this was, I don't know if this was part of an earnings call or, or some other similar uh, invest or, or uh, uh, shareholder uh, meeting of some kind, they outlined some of this stuff. So one of the things they outlined is that they expect the bookings, so basically the money they're about to make, uh, in this next in this next upcoming period to be uh, short well over $100 million. So they were a little off in their prediction. You know, they missed a couple of zeros, uh, as it turns out, this time around. And so that was already a bad start. And, you know, I imagine people around in the Zoom call at the time were going, what the fuck is going on right now? Before they even had their bearings, they followed up with, oh, and by the way, we canceled three more games. Which is now a total of seven games in six months. These, these guys are averaging more than one canceled game per calendar month at this moment. That's not a great look, especially after saying to everyone that you weren't going to have $100 million worth of shit that you were going to have before. Now you don't have seven games. Then, after that one hit, everyone's staggered. Some people are opening liquor bottles. Other people are checking other investment opportunities as they are continuing this conversation at this meeting. They said, remember that game Skull and Bones? And everyone groaned at the same time because, let's be honest, everyone knows what Skull and Bones is, but nobody's convinced it's actually a video game at this point. Uh, they said, yeah, we gotta fucking push that bitch back again. Which is actually the sixth, I believe, delay for Skull and Bones. Uh, it is now an incredibly tight window of 2023 to 2024. Nebulous window, already delayed five, time pre- uh, five times previous, and now it's just gonna be some time. It's coming, guys. I, I, which I, I read this to be basically, we've spent too much money on it. And we're just committed now. Like, we're, we're past the point where you would recognize that you have over-invested in the thing. And now we're really just going to fucking do it. We're, we're, this company is going to go broke on Skull and Bones, is what I'm reading in this, uh, in this right now. Uh, further than that, they also said, hey, so all of this is going on. And by the way, we're doing some restructuring. So they really ripped the band-aid off in this call. Like, they, they, they said, all right, guys, we can't just trickle this shit out over the course of the next couple of months. We're just going to do all of this at once. So they bombed the fuck out of, the, out of everyone with this news, and, uh, and that's, uh, that's obviously not gone well so far. I'd, I'd maybe keep an eye on your closest uh, friend that may, may or may not be invested in Ubisoft and uh, see if they're okay. Because uh, it's a little tough over there right now. Uh, the worst part is we have no idea what those games were that were canceled. Not a fucking clue. They haven't, they haven't listed them. We don't know what they are. Uh, and so at this point, all we know is that they tried to blame the macroeconomics uh, of, of the world right now for their poor, uh, their poor sales. 
completely ignoring the fact that their biggest release in the last while, which was that uh, that follow-up to the Mario and Rabbids, you know, strategy game. I can't remember what the name of the second one was. It just came out. Anyway, they released that bitch basically buried underneath two or three other AAA releases uh, that came out in the same time window uh, and expected that to sell. As it turns out, it did not. And with no other real games to come up to prop them up, evidently they were expecting that one game to make them damn near a hundred million fucking dollars, which was just never going to fucking happen anyway. And Yves Guimau came out and is blaming everything except for the company. Just the thought, like, listing shit, you know, the fucking, you know, he tripped on the way to work and he fucking, like, it just he upset him and it was bad. And he had a bad one and then his coffee was cold and his shit was a little fucking weird with the, with the, with the, the administrative assistant and, you know, things, you know, it's just, it's everything but, but the company. And so, uh, he, he ended this all by saying to the employees, uh, in a, in an email that he sent out, Mr. Yves Guimau, new, happy new year meeting from Mr. Yves Guimau, said, hey guys, so shit's tough. It's going to get, this is paraphrasing, uh, but, uh, you know, Eve's probably uh, a little more eloquent than this, but I'll just summarize for you. Uh, hey guys. Shit's tough. 2023, gonna get tougher. And it's up to you as to whether or not this, this company fucking pulls out. Good luck. Work harder. Love, Eve Gimo. It's pretty much what the email said. So anyway, uh, don't expect anything exciting from Ubisoft for a while. <laughs> for a while. And... And if they cancel one more game, this company's dumpstered, bro. I like uh, Ubisoft is one of the biggest publishers in the world. In the last couple of months, they're making me believe that they're going to fucking fold in on themselves here pretty soon. Like these are you don't just cancel seven fucking games, announce a hundred million dollars in 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 coming short on your estimates. Have your CEO tell the employees that if they don't buckle the fuck up and pull themselves up by their bootstraps and get their shit together, that the company is going to fucking collapse when things are going well, or even sort of bad. I mean, they're down bad, bad. Uh, and so my, my, uh, my question to you as a meme is, do you think Ubisoft is going to... I won't say collapse, but get to a point where they might actually try to sell themselves off. And if so, what do you think the timeline in, is before Yves Guimau says, fuck, I tripped again, and now I'm selling the company? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't see Ubisoft selling. I just, I just can't see They're it. fucking huge, but my They're God, massive. dude. Yeah. This is not exactly a great start for 2023. No, um, <laughs> but the thing is, is like it says it's a hundred million dollars short of targets. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a hundred million dollars in the hole, right? Like the company hmm. still could have been profitable, and like oh yes, is, it's not that they're lo- they didn't right? lose a hundred million; they just missed yeah. their yeah. their target. Which I you don't know. know what's worse, that or missing your target when the shareholders are like, "Nah, nah." Well, definitely losing a hundred million dollars is worse, <laughs> but those targets definitely keep shareholders happy and keep shit greenlit and keeps the things moving, which could have a domino effect. I don't think that this news is quite as bad as what it sounds like, but it's definitely not good. So if I guess 
things don't change, then perhaps there will be some more massive layoffs and uh, more things being canceled. And uh, then I think we could probably talk about like, okay, maybe they have to actually sell um, <laughs> because they clearly can't handle this behemoth anymore. Um, so give it to somebody that can, that's a little bit more focused on just maybe a couple of titles yeah, and bring the shit back to life. So I'm going to say, I think they're okay. They'll be okay. Okay. I don't see, I don't think they're going to sell anytime soon, but if it's another really horrible year, then we can have that discussion again. Follow-up is does Skull and Bones actually release? And if so, when? <clears throat> I think it eventually will. If they've already, if the game is pretty much already done or it's heavy in production, <laughs> unless like they just want to take a big loss for tax write-offs and just be done with it. It's possible. But I think that they've canceled this thing so many fucking times that <laughs> it, we're pushing yeah, think, Duke Nukem forever is what I'm saying. Yeah, like we're, we're getting there. I think it'll come out, but I think it's going to, I think it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And to be frank, I don't really give a shit whether the game comes out or not. I don't oh, care. I, don't it's think, not for me. I think, I think the best uh, part of this is I don't think anyone actually nobody cares. cares. Nobody actually cares. That's Which, the, that's the scary part for Ubisoft <laughs> is I don't think people are like, Oh, skull and bones canceled again. Or delayed again, or whatever, yeah. and people are like, "Do we care?" That's the thing. No, not really. I think people are so. more interested in in if it even comes out at all, and how yeah. good it would even possibly be, than actually interested in the game itself. Yeah. At this point, it's become like Duke Nukem Forever, where it was like yeah. the you know thirteen years, three different graphics engines. People didn't think it was ever going to fucking finally hit market, and it did, and uh, it was dog shit. But at least they launched the bitch. This is crazy. And what's really weird to me is that I have to imagine very clearly they looked at Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which was one of their most successful and and honestly just flat out best Assassin's Creed games, which had the pirate mechanic, the ship, you know, sailing, that whole thing, and said, we should maybe, this is popular as fuck, maybe we should make a game. It's essentially this. And... They still fucked this so hard. I don't understand. It was already there. They had, they had like 80% of, of the game mechanics done. I'm not saying you copy pasta into a new game, but it's, it's just shocking to me that a game like that, where they already have experience uh, and relatively deep experience, could be so fucked for so long. But uh, we'll find out. I'm very interested in whether or not Skull and Bones ever hits, and if it does, um, whether or not Kai is in school. That's my benchmark. Does Skull and Bones actually launch before Kai is learning to do basic addition and subtraction? Well, I mean, Kai could theoretically start pre-primary next year. Oh, the the pre-primary! But it's not happening. We never had pre-primary when we were youths, Jeff! All it is is just daycare. That's all it is. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. That's nah. like the socialization before they go to school thing where they get used to like the routine yeah. of being in a room with how many people are even in the class now? 40? Have we hit 50 now? Like, like it was bad when we were in school. Remember how bad they got? They were like, we literally don't have enough teachers. So this is, a, did you have split classes in like your elementary school? Uh, where it was like grade four, five in one class or grade three, four? We did. We did. But it was only for very specific grades. Yeah. 
It was just like there was just like a couple generations where there was just too many fucking kids. And then yeah. these poor teachers were like, all right, class, I'm going to teach 67 of you how to do long division. Let's begin. And then it's like, fuck it, it's just no shot. The teacher's just fucking dead in the water. Um, anyway, I digress. Godspeed. I feel bad for the developers in Ubisoft right now. The morale there must be like, fucked. People must be just waking up in the morning, grabbing their uh, cup of coffee, and like haven't even shaved yet, looking out the back window, haggard as fuck, watching the sun come up, and, and the first thing comes out of their mouth is, fuck, it's another day at Ubisoft. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Especially the people working on Skull and Bones. Those people need a raise or just oh, yeah. free alcohol. Open bar at Ubisoft for Skull and Bones. Uh, Xbox, Mr. Black. I have it in here, they had a rough 2022. It's not to say that they, like, bombed out. It's just that they didn't have any major releases to get people super excited about owning a Series S or a Series X. They had a couple, but it wasn't like, you know, they they didn't have their big hard hitting. And when Halo didn't, you know, when Halo hit like a fucking, you know, foam bat, it just wasn't, it, they needed something big, and it never came in 2022. And they admitted relatively early on in the year, Phil Spencer was like, bro, guys, listen, it's not happening. All right, but Game Pass. And just kept saying Game Pass the whole year. And you know what? You can probably say Game Pass for a pretty long period of time, and people are going to be okay with it. However, I think the patience starting to wear a little thin. People are going, all right, guys. Give me something. Game Pass is fucking dope, but I need something else. I can only play Farmville so long on Game Pass. I need something to sink my teeth into. And so 2023 has come. Uh, And there were some rumors earlier in the week that, that Xbox was going to have an event sometime this month to tell everyone, don't worry, guys, 2023, it's our year. We've got some shit. Let's show us. uh, Let me show, uh, show you what we got kind of a situation. And then it was confirmed here the other day, and we are indeed going to have one of those. It's going to happen on January 25th, where we're going to be getting a look at what's coming up um, uh, this year. I've seen people talking about, uh, uh, like, Forza Motorsport, not the Horizon, but the mainline Forza, uh, and, and several other games. But the one that was omitted early on was Starfield, and then we got confirmation of that. Starfield won't be at the 25th. Uh, event and it is because apparently they are going to have a standalone event that hasn't been given a date yet specifically to show off starfield give it its entire give it all the room it needs uh which means i expect some pretty lengthy gameplay will be shown off and whatnot to to get people to calm the fuck down about starfield uh and uh, and give people a better idea of what's really going to go uh go on there but otherwise everything else Except for Halo 343, also not on this list, uh, will happen on the 25th uh, of this month. And we'll get a, a good idea from, uh, from uh, the Xbox team what that is going to uh, entail. I, I, I really do think that as good as Game Pass is, and it still has immense value, and it's not going to stop having value anytime soon, I don't think Game Pass is necessarily enough to keep the train moving forward at a pace that the Xbox division would want. I still think they need games to get people excited about the console. Not all of them have to be on the Game Pass, but they have to be on Xbox. And when you go a whole year of having very few 
major releases and it's like your second or third year of the console being on the market and now you're going into another fresh year and people are still waiting they've got a lot of expectations mr black you just had one yourself you got you got a series x not too long yourself you probably not turned that bitch on more than twice since you got it turn it on once (laughs) exactly one time probably for a sponsored event and uh and so you know mr black is sitting here going god damn i got this brick give me something to play are you going to play starfield when it comes out really to be honest i i i I, uh i mean it it if it turns if it turns out to be but i'll play i'd rather play it on the pc than than on the xbox true so true i probably still won't play it on the xbox that's true um but yeah no i get it I get it. Like Game Pass, amazing. It's crazy good value, but it needs to be a complement piece to, um, you know, or it's it's basically like it's it's like going to an all you can eat buffet, and the all you can eat buffet is like nine ninety nine. The value is like mm. immense. You're like, damn, I can't even go to McDonald's and spend ten dollars. You know what I mean? Like. This Especially in this buffet. economy. Yeah. But when you eat at the all-you-can-eat buffet every week because it's so valuable, you start to go, you know what? I could really go for McDonald's. Like, I just, I just, like, yeah, the buffet is nice, but, like, I've been eating it every day, and, like, the variety is the same. And you know what it doesn't I, have? doesn't have a Big Mac. It doesn't have a Big Mac. And you need to you need to have those specialty items at the buffet that kind of come in every other week. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? We we'll go to the buffet. It's like, holy shit, we've got king crab, you know, uh, lobster claws or king uh, king crab claws or fucking today we had a like a, a world renowned sushi um, chef that came through. For this specific day and for this week, it's going to be ama- the best sushi you've ever had, you know. And then, or this week, you know, uh, fuck, I don't know. We we've got we've got wagyu beef here instead of just like the regular ass beef. It's the greatest like, nine ninety nine ever spent. Yeah, but I mean, like, listen, if you just sprinkle those games in, get, yeah, a absolutely. few times a year, y- you're fine. You've already, you've got the foundation. Now you got to just build the fucking house, you know. But if you only got chicken balls and Jello that's been there for so long that it has that like fucking inch and a half film on top yeah. that even the metal spoon that you're supposed to dispense the Jello out of the tray with because they put it under a heat lamp for some reason because maybe new employee and they didn't know that the Jello doesn't go under the heat lamp and now you only have like one half the amount of Jello that you would have otherwise and it's kind of fucked up. You can only go with that for so long. I, I that was oddly specific because I that's the experience that what was the one that was out in, in Bears Lake for like fucking thirty years uh, the Golden Dragon or whatever was that what it was yes uh, out where uh, Quiznos or whatever it is now I think is the building that they used to be in or the is it yeah. the PetSmart well, that place actually shut down too Quiznos is gone really Quiznos yeah. gone yeah damn you can't oh. get your eighty seven dollar subs anymore can't do it not Shit. there anyway I think that was the only <laughs> one I don't. It's the only one in the park. I don't know where else they have one. I don't know if there's like a mall Quiznos. Probably not. I don't think so. No. But anyway. It's kind of a hard sell, but either way. No, I agree. They they just, 
They just need they just need some games. Just bring up the games. Keep the games. And you know just, what? The, the games. games on the list this year, I th- I still think there's maybe only like two that are that are like honest to god console sellers. And 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 if I'm being really honest, I can only name one, and it's Starfield. I I, I don't know what. Like, uh, there's probably more that will sell consoles, but Forza Motorsport, that's not selling consoles. No, it's a good game, and I'm probably going to play it, but it's not going to sell consoles. Horizon will because it appeals to like a fucking enormous broad range of people, but a, a fucking driving simulator not about to sell your consoles. Starfield, yes. I'm sure there's a couple more, but the, the you know the 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 hits to this to the to to the gut this year are things like Final Fantasy 16 are, is coming out. That's obviously not going to touch the Xbox. Um, so is the follow up to Final Fantasy 7 remake. Apparently, the next thing of that that's a this is a crazy Final Fantasy year. Now that I think about it, we got two of them coming out in the same year. I'm surprised they're even doing that shit. I'm surprised they didn't like they're not holding one off uh, for uh, longer before uh, before following up. But there's a lot of big titles coming up this year that aren't going to be Xbox exclusive. And so all eyes are basically on Bethesda. I bet you I bet you God Howard is probably shitting bricks right now because he, his company just got bought out. He's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. He's just watched the Xbox division basically just shit itself dry for an entire calendar year and then some. And Phil's likely had a conversation with him a couple times now where he said, look, this game was going to come out earlier. We had to delay it because to be honest... You're all we have right now. You've always... We're going to need 16 times the detail, Todd. Like, if Fallout 76 was 16 times... We need 32 times the detail. More dynamic lighting. And ideally, significantly less glitches and slightly more expensive rum, if we're going to do this. And so, Godspeed to God Howard and the team. But uh, but we'll wait and see. 25th! So if you're an Xbox person, you've been waiting for it. 25th is your day. Keep eyes out. Obviously, we will discuss. I haven't even looked. Probably a Thursday. Right in the middle of the podcast. I haven't looked yet. Probably. I'm going to open my phone right now. Let's see. 25th. Holy shit, it's a Wednesday! It's a fucking miracle. We're going to talk about it the day after it happens. Literally, buy a lottery ticket. That shit never well, happens anymore. You'll be talking about it. I'm actually going to be in Las Vegas, so I won't be even here. I'll be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, Jeff will be I'm, watching. Actually, no, Celine's not there right now. No, no, no. She's, she's going through some the crazy, only, awful illness. Yeah. The only thing that's going on during that time, I think Bruno Mars is going to be there and stuff, but... Uh, he probably yeah, puts on sure. a pretty good show. If I had oh, to take yeah. a guess, it's probably pretty oh, damn sure. good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is he When he does his, is he doing it like a broad range of his, that stuff or is it like him and the couple of guys i can't remember the uh, the, the name yeah, yeah is it just, not, so is it a mix this one they they actually last time i was in vegas silk sonic was there but the oh, okay. tickets were like four or five hundred dollars i was like what the <laughs> u.s u.s i'm like no you bro. could go to taylor swift for five hundred dollars jeff okay i'd rather go to silk sonic <laughs> for sure but Apparently the concert's fucking amazing. The Silk Sonic concerts were fucking Bro, amazing. all of their songs that they've come out with bro. are all fire, bro. They're and a, apparently, like, it's a smaller venue. It's, like, really intimate. It's, like, fucking full-blown band. Everything is live. Thus but, the $500 uh, a ticket? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm kind of pissed I didn't go, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> why in the fuck is this shit that fucking expensive? Holy fuck. For a two-hour concert? It's, like, True. it's not like a UFC event 
where you're spending four or five hundred bucks, but you're there. You, you could be there for but literally like the whole day. Yeah, like between six and eight hours if you wanted yeah. to go to like early prelims and stuff. Um, plus, you get the weigh-ins. Like it's a whole day. You know? Are you doing UFC while you're there? What's what's? It's not, oh. it's not there. It's not there. No, we're just oh, okay. we're just going. We're just going to go. You're just, just playing to, some tables, seeing what happens. That's it, man. Just going there and chilling out. So, but yeah, that I won't sounds be here. Good. I'm leaving on the 24th. So. I'll that's easy that enough. One, that one Thursday. I'll make I'll make the magic happen. Hopefully, the Microsoft event is exciting enough that I have material to work with for the day following. And so, if not, if not, we're salty, and I'll just do like a really long, fucking tech support segment or some shit. Uh but there you go. So the twenty fifth. Uh, following that, we got. Well, I just talked about Final Fantasy sixteen. And speaking of Final Fantasy sixteen, if you were holding out for uh, Final Fantasy sixteen to follow Final Fantasy seven remake. And come to the PC, it seems that's not going to be happening, at least not anytime soon. Uh, Naoki Yoshida himself came out this week and said, Hey guys, buy a PS5. It's pretty much, it's pretty much how he put it. You want this game? You want to play this game? You want a whole bunch of British people in a Final Fantasy game? Guess what? Find a PS5. You got between now and roughly the end of the year. Good luck. He left it then. Okay. Uh, I would be, I doubt because Square Enix has been bringing pretty much. They've been moving to bring pretty much everything to the PC eventually. I think the question is less about is Final Fantasy 16 coming to PC and more about how long before they release it on the PC. Yeah. I think with the Final Fantasy 7 remake stuff, they've been somewhere around six months uh, to a year. I would say that's probably not unlikely here it's probably about that six months to a year if they really do pull a full-blown like let's say sony said fuck them we're keeping it on the ps5 shit find a ps5 (laughs) find a ps5 we'll find out how good it is i do think this is going to be a pretty good final fantasy but uh maybe wait to find out if it's a console seller final fantasy hasn't been a console seller in a hot minute maybe this is it we'll find out uh, key talent from Microsoft's Playground Games, just talking about Forza and Forza Horizon. So, Playground Games is the uh, is the team that does Forza Horizon, not Motorsport, but the Horizon series. Uh, they've gone and done the Ben Brode thing and the every other fucking developer thing, where they were part of a successful team uh, at a major development studio for several years, and then they said, I want to go do my own shit, so bye-bye. So, uh, one of the lead, key team leads... And a couple of other people from Playground Games have split off to make the very uniquely named Maverick Studio. If they don't make a fucking Top Gun game as their first game, I'll be very disappointed. Uh, but uh, they've done the thing. Uh, I just, every, I, I just, I don't even get shocked anymore. Like when this first started happening, maybe three, four years ago, when it happened, it was kind of rare. And you were like, whoa, shit, really? You're going to fucking walk away from basically crazy, amazing pay and whatnot? And you get it, because it's like passion shit. Eventually you want to, like, if you're if you're working at Bungie for fucking 10 years and all you've made is Halo for, like, a third of your life, like, maybe I want to go make something else. And so, like, I, 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 I kind of get, I, I get that. But now it's just like, I feel like it's like every fucking three weeks, you got people just starting up new fucking video game companies, for better or worse. I mean, sometimes this works out and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but these guys, there are a lot of talented guys and girls at Playground Games. The Horizon series has been fucking 
10 out of 10 for years now and uh and so we'll see what comes out of this we don't know what kind of games they're going to be making whether they're going to continue with racing or if they're going to do something else uh all we know is that they gave like they're you know this is what our company maverick is all about and it's the same boilerplate we want to make good games for people that want good games and so we're going to make good games like there was nothing like unique I mean, the name is Maverick, for God's sake. I don't think we should have expected anything unique out of that. Uh, but uh, but I will definitely be interested in whatever they announce because it's hard to ignore the years of success that these people would have been a part of at Playground Games. What I am interested in is though clearly there were kind of, I, I would assume, uh, two teams at Playground at some point because we do know that Playground Games is being put in charge of making Fable. We learned about that a while back. Uh, it was kind of like a surprise thing, kind of a shock. Like everyone was like, "What the shit? You're putting the forts of people on uh, on Fable," and so that was a that was a, a, a bit of a surprise at the time. But I'll be interested now in what develops from that. How many people left to go do this Maverick Games thing? Were they ever actually going to be part of it? Probably not. Maybe that's why they were going to do their own thing at this point, because they weren't uh, part of the the uh, the Fable team. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we still haven't heard anything. Maybe, you know what? Shit. Get hype. 25th of January. Fable. There you go. Something that isn't Starfield. Anything, please. Fable. You know what they need? They need to bring back Peter Molyneux. Mr. Black, that's what they need to do. Get old Pete out on stage. He'd probably be like Bob Barker like on marionette strings at this point. NFTs! Fable! If you get hit with a sword, you get scars! Your guy gets old with a beard! <laughs> I'll st- I still remember him very cl- like in my mind. And you know what? When I was young, and even still now, like if I had no knowledge of Pete Molyneux, and I watched him go up on stage and do his shit, there's a reason that man is as successful as he is. That dude could sell condoms to a nun. That that man, that man, when he, when he talks about shit, he talks with such conviction, and he's got so much charisma, that if you didn't know that he was more or less a hype man that has almost never said anything that's ever come to pass in his entire career, that man will sell you some shit. You will buy it. It will happen. Uh, and so, you know, but yeah, shit, bring, bring Pete back. Maybe he'll put like, I think it was Pete that had the Halo, was it Pete that had the Halo 2 tattoo on his arm? It might have been. Pete was such a fucking hype man for Xbox for so long, shit was ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, there you go, Fable, 25th of January, please, for the love of God. That's all I got for gaming news, Mr. Black. That's all I've got. Which means, Mm. it's time to sell out for our one and only remaining sponsor, as well as, of course, our absolutely integral an important Patreon page. Patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there, support the podcast in any way that you can. Uh, and if you can't or you don't want to, you can also uh, get yourself a NordVPN subscription. It's a great way to support the channel. You can go to nordvpn.com slash OTT. Get yourself a massive discount plus now one extra bonus month. You're telling missed, me we've got to update the, the description? you got to update it. you got to update it. I was Mark, told. are you listening? Mark, it's time to update. <laughs> One month, not Stella. four. 
I don't know what the I don't know what the the percentage. I don't know if the percentage. Let me go here. NordVPN.com <laughs> slash OTT. Enter. All right. 65% off plus a bonus month. There you go. Use the promo code OTT. Uh, guys, if you don't know what a VPN is, it's a virtual private network. I mean, y'all know at this point, but I'm I'm paid to say it again, <laughs> so I'm going to say it. Uh, guys, it's a virtual private network. It keeps you safe and anonymous when you're on the internet. You can watch different regions of Netflix and other streaming services at the click of a button, which means if you've already watched all of the content on Netflix and you're from the United States and you want to tap into the UK or Canadian Netflix uh, that has different licensing, which there's different content, you can do that by at the click of a button on NordVPN, mask your IP to a different region, different area, uh, and then you can unlock all that content. Plus, if you're watching things on Twitter, YouTube, uh, you're just browsing the internet, and this is region block for your country or your, your area, uh, you can bypass that at the click of a button with NordVPN. Guys, it's so easy to use. You don't have to be a programmer. You don't need to know code. It's all there. The interface, super simple. You can use it on your, your smartphone, so we're talking Android and iOS. You can use it on your Mac, your PC, your laptop, your your smart TV. You can hook it up to virtually anything and everything so that you can stay safe and anonymous when you're on the Internet. Plus, they do have a new feature for the desktop called Threat Protection. You do not have to be signed uh, into a server to use this. This is just an app that runs in the background of your PC. It makes it so that you're not getting these egregious, uh, over-the-top blasting of ads. Um, you guys know what it's like on the internet these days. You go to a website and there's 15 different ads. Some of it's porn. Some of it's friggin' I don't, I don't know. It's just all random garbage, and a lot of it is malware. This stuff will not only remove and detect the malware, but it'll just make your browsing of the internet and being on your PC or your Mac, whatever, uh, or I guess just one is for the PC app, but it just makes running it better, uh, and 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 it it just gets rid of some of them threats. That's why it's called threat protection. It protects. I hear that threats. the moment that Pierre Molyneux shows up on your computer screen, shuts that shit right now. There you go. There you go. NordVPN. Stops you from getting fleeced. Yes. Stops that malware from happening. Stops <laughs> those pesky ads and just keeps you safe so they're not stealing all your information. It's 2023. It's the world of the internet. It's a dangerous place. The <laughs> Matrix. Gotta get yourself the, NordVPN. Don't, don't say them. You fucking asshole. If I see one more guy that, like, publicly did an entire bag of cocaine, killed four people, got arrested, and said, Damn it, the Matrix is real! They got me, boys! I'm gonna well, lose listen. my mind! Oh listen, my god. Protect yourself. <laughs> the internet is a crazy place, and NordVPN can help you protect yourself. That is nordvpn.com slash O-T-T. Link will be in the description below. 65% off plus a bonus month, guys. 30-day money-back guarantee. You can use it risk-free for whatever reason. You could be on day 29. Be like, you know what? I just got me 30 days of free VPN. It's, I'm out. You know, I'm, I'm out. I'm out of here. You can do that. But, guys, it's less than half a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Let's be real here. A couple bucks a month. 
gives you the protection you need, up to six simultaneous devices. Your whole family can use it. You stay safe. You stay anonymous. You do all of the things, and, and, and you support the podcast. <laughs> Go pick it up. <laughs> it's time it. for movies and TV. I got to be honest. I, I meant to bring this out earlier to, to show everyone, but I, I forgot early on. But it's not Christmas anymore, clearly. We've, we've gotten past the Christmas season. But I had ordered an ugly Christmas sweater. Mm. And unfortunately, it was coming from a, a UK company. And at the time, their postal service, Royal Mail, was on strike. And so it never got here in time to wear for Christmas. But uh, I know uh, Mr. Black would appreciate it. I'm sure lots of people would appreciate this, uh, this ugly Christmas sweater. And I can't wait to wear it, I guess, next year. Or just any time. I might even just randomly wear it in public. And see what happens. You ready for this? Oh, the cream of the crop. Wow, that is fire. Wow, <laughs> I like the pink, too. That's nice. Isn't that fucking... <laughs> the cream. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's fucking dope, eh? That's not even an ugly Christmas sweater, bro. No, it's just a sweater that I might... That's I just might a just... sweater that's awesome. If I, just, if I just took the hats and the fucking snowflakes off of there, I'd just wear that shit year-round. Did you get it from the uh, from that ugly Christmas sweater company? No, this one's um, this one's from uh, a, a place called Anime Ape, and it's oh, okay. uh, it's run by I'm pretty sure it's like a family business. Uh, so it's it's a big website, and they do sell a lot of shit. But like they have, dude, they have like three billion designs, and so it's not like some of the other places where you can only get a couple. And so it does take them longer because they've got to pull shit up. Like, if you're ordering something that nobody's ordered in, like, six months, they got to pull that shit up to do the work. Uh, then, yeah, but that's where this comes, came from. I did look at that Ugly Christmas sort of website, and they had some good shit there. But this, this was posted, this specific one was posted in my Discord, in the meme channel. And I was like, that's not a meme, that's my sweater. Yes. And I went and I immediately bought it. Like, I didn't even, yes. no hesitation. That's Immediately purchase. So there you go. There's my, my, uh, my now that well, I might just wear that for the rest of my life. I want one ugly Christmas sweater. It'll be that one sweater. I'll be 80 years old sitting on my grandchildren running around. I'll have a fucking Randy Savage. Nobody knows who the fuck Randy Savage is. They'll be like, okay, grandma, time to go to the fucking home. And just wheel me off my cream of the crop sweater. That's what I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna do with that. Uh, movies, TV Wednesday. The, uh, the show based on the Adams Family character by the same name uh, has successfully, against all odds, beat the Netflix cancellation raid boss. They went in there and beat that bitch. Silly! Netflix mm. has renewed the show for season two after it had such great success. I haven't watched it personally. I haven't seen a single person online talk about it, though. They didn't say that it was a great time. So hopefully that uh, that is, you know, well, we, we already know, we talked about this, I think it was last week, where where Netflix cancels what people consider really great shows all the time. So clearly this is also a great show that has the metrics that Netflix were like, yes, we can do more of this. And so more Wednesday is coming. I'm yeah, not going to make would, the, the joke. I was watching, I was, or I was reading a report on the guy, um, or the, I guess the writers and stuff that... that yeah. That created um, the one that just got canceled there. Um, 1899? 18 and uh, they basically said that one of the bigger metrics that Netflix uses is uh, 
are people binging this stuff too. So like oh. some people will watch say three episodes and then wait a week or two weeks and then watch the rest or whatever. Apparently they're saying that like, you know, not only is it for subscriptions, like p p people that are coming in, but if Netflix doesn't see that people are kind of watching the whole show within a relatively small period of time, then they don't think that I, oh, for whatever okay. reason that the, yeah. So they're basically, they're like, you need to go out and binge it. Like you need to go and watch it from start to finish. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and, but, yeah. you know what this sounds like? Just the way that you were saying that at the end, it reminds me of, it's like every, and, and coincidentally, we never talked about it, but whenever YouTube like changes like a policy or some shit and the algorithm changes, it sounds like it sounds like now the people that are producing content for Netflix are gonna have to start sounding like YouTube content creators, where they go out and they say, "All right, guys, be sure to like, subscribe, subscribe. hit the bell, comment for the algorithm, make sure you binge all of this in a, a maximum of seventy-two hours. We need to make sure that this show is being shown as being great to the Netflix people, or we're gonna be canceled." Like, they're going to start mm. sounding like YouTube content creators, just trying to, like, push the fucking algorithms in Netflix to make sure uh, to make sure that it continues on. But yeah, Wednesday, dodged that bullet. Evidently, lots of people binged it. Uh, and uh, met all of the other metrics that they've got back there. So, uh, good job, and uh, and Godspeed on, on Season 2. We'll see if it uh, can beat the raid boss a second time uh, and get a Season 3. Uh, the Last of Us, Mr. Black, premieres this Sunday, as far as I'm uh, aware, but reviews are already coming in. Uh, many people have been getting, uh, have been given uh, screenings of this uh, ahead of time, obviously, for, for review purposes. Uh, and, uh, and all of them are good. Yeah. I, I wish I could say I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked, but I kind of am, because at this point... I'm I'm assuming that even if you're handed a property as as direct to television compatible as The Last of Us, that given how the other video game properties have been handled in the last few years that we've watched, all of them being dog shit, I was just waiting for this to be the next victim, uh, you know, the the next bag to be fumbled. But apparently, at least as far as the first uh, yesterday when I checked this, the number was at sixty six reviews on Rotten Tomato. I don't know where it's at now. It was 66 yesterday and a 97%. Which is a high number. Yeah, it's 97, yeah. That's very high. Yeah. And so, uh, while they have admitted that there are some things that in the game didn't make it to the TV show, what I've been seeing from reviewers, and a lot of the people that have been reviewing it are people that are, you know, video game journalists as well, so they're the people that would have played the games. Um, they're like, doesn't fucking matter. They've done, they like, they've done, everyone's saying they've done a really good job of translating it and even adding some stuff that people were like, I would never have thought to do that, but it makes sense and it works and it's good. Uh, and so everyone's given this, almost everyone, 97 fucking percent is a high fucking score uh, for a video game show or any show really, but for video games, that shit's high uh, as shit. And so this Sunday, I guess it's going to drop. And uh, I'm definitely going to have to, you know, clearly now, I have to. So you're going to get 97%. Now, I have to watch it. It'd be illegal not to. So give that uh, a look-see and, and see what it's like. And it'll be... What was interesting, so Gene Park is a, a, a review and, and games journalist. 
uh, reviewing games journalist that I follow, uh, follow. He's with the Washington Post. He, um, he mentioned, somebody asked him, he said, so Gene, having watched this, and he interviewed Neil Druckmann and stuff here in the last, in the last week as well, uh, but the, he asked him, he said, Gene, if this is, what do you think, now that you've seen it and you've played the games, and Gene's a big lover of, of, the, of, of the game series, what do you think is the appropriate order for people to attack this property, this intellectual property? Do you think that it makes the most sense for them to watch the show and then go play the games, or play the games and then go watch the show? Which is a valid question that I think a lot of people would be interested in, because I'm in this camp. So I was like, all right, what's Gene's answer? And he actually said, he said, I thought about this, and he said, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like it might actually be better to watch the show, and then if you're interested, then go play the games. Um, which is, I feel like even high, even more high praise for the show at that point, uh, that it's being recommended as like your entry point to, uh, to the things he said, the reason for it is that if you play the games, there's a couple things that don't make it over and your brain is trapped in processing what you're watching as if it was the game. And since it's not lining up exactly, even though it's really good, he said, it took me some time to get rid of that. Having, having his brain process this as, as just more The Last of Us, the video game. So he said, if you just watch the show and you've not, that, that seems to be a good entry point. So I'm doubly interested because that's what I've been waiting for. I've always made the joke that for Naughty Dog games, I would rather just watch the fucking show than play, than play the game. This is it. We, and we got fucking Pedro Pascal, for God's sake. This is, this is the... The Catalina Wine Mixer, Mr. Black. Do you think that you will make time for this at some point in the oh, future yeah, to check it out? I'll watch it for sure. Did you play both or just the first Last of Us? I can't remember. I played the first one in full, and then I played about three quarters of the second, and then just stopped. Was that for any reason, or did you just, like, you just were getting busy with other shit, and you never ended up finishing just, it? I think I was getting busy with other shit. Um, yeah, I was just getting busy with other shit, and I don't really want to talk about what happens in the second one. Just oh, no, I wasn't, oh yeah. no, I wasn't yeah. suggesting to date deep dive. I was just interested yeah. if you were going to say, oh, I just, the, the game was just not doing it for me or yeah, something the like game, that. The game, uh, the second one, from what I remember, is it wasn't as, it didn't pull me in as much as the first one did. Still really good. Like the dialogue was good, the the, the you know the cutscenes and stuff, and is good. But I don't know. I think also I was a bit starting to get a bit burnt out on those um, zombie type games and the fucking. It was just like it was just more of the same. It's pretty, but it was just like more of the same. Yeah. But I think like now I guess from TV, even though The Walking Dead is just finishing now. <laughs> yeah. I think like we've kind of had a bit of a a bit of a break from these types of films and the ones that have come out have just been flopped or just been bad. And people are just like putting it at a higher standard. So I think maybe this will, this, this might just bring back sort of the, the oomph that the beginning of the walking dead had, but in a new IP. Yeah. With better actors, <laughs> you know? So we'll see. How are you going to do Jeffrey Dean Morgan like that? Mr. Black. Well, I mean, he came in at like fucking season four or five or whatever it was. He was I'm a late bloomer like early on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, WWE, Mr. Black. So uh, in the last, as a brief recap, I think six or seven months ago now, um, Mr. Vince McMahon stepped down from the company. You know, he's the ripe old age of, I don't know, 109, still on steroids, bigger than a house. Uh, but he stepped down because there was a, a, just a wave of uh, sexual harassment and other similar cases that just came flying at him from all angles with a lot of receipts. 
uh, including receipts that he paid these women off and not small amounts of money. Like we're talking millions over the years uh, as hush money. And so a bunch of that was coming through. It wasn't helping the company, clearly. Uh, And uh, with Hunter, Triple H, who was already basically running a lot of the show anyway at that point, uh, Vince said, deuces, I'm the fuck out of here. And, uh, and has been gone ever since. Now, this week, however, in the span of what was like basically just hours, uh, it was announced that Vince McMahon is back as CEO. Following that, Vince's daughter Stephanie McMahon stepped down from her position. So dad came back, daughter said no, she leaves the company. Puts out her, her her little resignation note and thanks everyone for everything and all you know thanks for the memories uh, you know dot mp3 and uh, and then on top of that I, if I, I'm pretty sure it was confirmed now but but even before that all this happened where the rumors immediately kicked up that that Vince came back as CEO more or less long enough to sell to the Saudis <laughs> so so in like the span of a couple hours Vince is back Stephanie's gone Triple H is demoted to COO. Vince sells the company to the Saudis and everyone's heads are like fucking spinning and nobody knows what the fuck, like how, how, like it's just super quick. I think that's the play. I mean, I think, I think for WWE, cause who else is going to buy the WWE? Let's be honest. Nobody anymore. Yeah. um, Or at least at a valuation that like he would want with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is rumored, right? So this isn't even like from what, unless it's changed today, but like, the rumor is, is they're selling to the Saudis and Vince needed to come in to basically make this happen. Facilitate it. Yeah. Um, who knows? We'll, we'll see. There's, there's some backlash because of like, um, I don't want to get too political here, but like, you know, the way women are it's treated. It's the source of the money and stuff that people go. Eh. The source of the money, where the money came from, you know, what's going to happen to the women's side of WWE. It's the same with like um, live golf and like there's been because they the Saudis have bought a few correct. or bought their way into a few major arenas and so this is correct. another one. So like is is there still going to be a women's division? You know what I mean? Like, I never even thought about that to be honest. Oh, I that's never huge. even called, I didn't, that's yeah. Ma- that's massive and like the women's side of things in WWE is huge. It's like, not what it used to be. It's not it's just not bronze panty matches with Trish Stratus well, anymore. It's just, well, that's it. Before they were just like straight up literal sex symbols that like were used and abused on, on national TV. Now they're sex symbols, but like Saudi is like mm, not here. It ain't happening here. At least that's what I'm gathering and what uh from from <sighs> and what people uh, are concerned about. So if this actually happens, AEW is probably going to pop off big time for women's wrestling. Um, and maybe even just, you know, wrestling in general, it's not that AEW is small, but like Mm. this might actually be the green light for them to go. How many wrestlers are going to say, okay, fuck WWE. Now I don't want to be out there you know, they might get paid a lot more, though. Like, that's the thing. Well, like, that's, 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 you know, and you know, like Live Golf, you know, a lot yeah. of people were like, all right, where does everyone fall? And some people that, that, that nobody would have ever guessed to take that money, like Phil Mickelson. Oh, yeah. They nobody, crazy nobody money. had Phil Mickelson on the bingo card for will take Saudi money to go play golf there. And yeah. he ended up being one of the people to go. Yeah. And like, so I'm sure Tiger Woods an insane amount of money. It was they like offered nine hundred million dollars, yeah, billion dollars for like a year or some shit. It was like and he nuts. said nah. Nah, he said, bro, I'm already a billionaire, bro. I'm Tiger Woods. 
I'm a, my name's already, I just got, I literally spent the last decade getting my name out of the fucking mud. Yeah. I don't need another reason, even for 900 million. I'm about to play golf with my son. Let's just fucking yeah, no. leave that shit alone. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's already got so much fuck you money that like, it doesn't, it just even doesn't matter. matter. And his no. son is just like swimming in money as well. So it's like, you know, by the time he's he's 18 years old, that motherfucker is going to be a billionaire or damn near close to it anyway. You know what I mean? Regardless so of like, whether or not he's like, like he's a good golfer, but he's not like his dad. He's not he's no, not his dad's no. level. But all no. he needs to be is like he wins a tournament now and then he's oh, going to be fucking just. I don't even think he really even needs to do that. I just think he needs to be playing golf and be Tiger PGA, Woods son and be Tiger Woods son. <laughs> if Tiger Woods is his caddy. For like, oh you my know, god! I never even dude, considered that as an dude, option. Just think, just think, and you know he's gonna be like, just think about that. His father is coaching his son, and they're out there, and Tiger can't play anymore. But now That's he's true. out there coaching his son. Like, bro, that ratings in itself. That's and like the if, LeBron James and his son situation, yes. where LeBron's like, I gotta stay here until I can play with my son in the NBA. Which, yes. low, low key, even though I'm not a big James fan, it's pretty far. It's pretty it's, dope, man. It's pretty dope. And and he's like got all the <laughs> he's got all the power in the world to do it, right? Like if anyone can pull no? it off, he prints money for the for whatever team he's on. So yeah. it's like even even if he's half the player of what he is in his prime, and his son is on the same team, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. And let's be real. Half of LeBron is still better than a lot of the people that are in the NBA. So he'll be just fine. He'll be competitive enough. You know what I mean? He might not be fucking scoring fucking 40 every game. But holy shit, the guy obviously shit, is dude. The way the athlete. NBA is right now, he might damn he might well actually, score forty points. He might a game. actually, he might actually do it. <laughs> so same thing, same thing with Tiger and his son. I guarantee it, man. When he when Tiger is done, he will be by if he's not the caddy, he will be at the at the golf course with his son. Bro, uh, that's that's already thing. driving people crazy because. All of the the narrative for for the like the ever even though Tiger hasn't been like a legitimate threat for years on the tour, if he's playing, the whole narrative for the television broadcast is Tiger Woods. Nobody yeah. else fucking matters. And yeah. then when Tiger and his kid go out, same thing. All that's, that matters. That's all everybody talks that's about. It. And and that's Charlie it. Charlie his son will have the same uh, aura. It might not be like as grandiose, but if he's good. And he actually starts winning. Oh, that's like, going to be holy. He's it'll be he'll pick up the mantle. He'll make a billion dollars himself. Not even daddy's money. And hopefully he'll not make, make the same mistake his dad made. Keep that shit straight and narrow. Don't yeah, bro. Don't stick your dick in in a bunch of porn stars and and no. everything else and get hammered and fucking drive your cars and stuff. But you know but, when you're when you when when you're suit when you grow up and you're super rich <laughs> and all you do is play golf. And you've got some vices, and you need an outlet. You know, let's hope let's hope the sun doesn't go down the same route. As so the anyway, WWE, same thing though, and like it's the money, where it's coming from. People are sketchy. Of course, the women's division clearly. I, I never even thought about that because I, when I thought about them buying it, I thought about it in the sense that they were buying it as an investment thing, and not as like and not as come in and just and and manage the whole thing, but them buying it to just have it. And then bring the event there. And then when the event is in their region, clearly play by their region's rules. And then everywhere else, leave it alone. Because I have to imagine if they're going to spend all this money to buy out WWE, they have to understand that everywhere else in the world, pretty much except for their neck of the woods, is heavily invested in the women's division. 
And so to pull that out and change it dramatically. I don't think they give a fuck, bro. Bro. I mean, you know, you might not they, be wrong. I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to like logic money, it out. They have some next level money. Oh, like, I know. They're talking. You think, you know, we think Elon Musk is the richest person on the planet. I'm sure there's people in Saudi that got as much, if not more money, and you just don't know about it. I think, I think money. I think, like, I think Elon Musk has the most net worth. I think they have the most free cash on hand. There you go. I think that's okay. the difference. There you go. You probably yeah. are right. You probably yeah. are right. There, there's there's so, the guys that are like, I'm going to just buy shit today because yeah. I talking, have infinite cash. And we're not talking one person. Like, oh, we're not no, there's a lot of people. There many. Like many, many. So like for them, it's like, bro, money cannot compromise our values, period. We're we're buying this shit because we just like wrestling and we that's like I, I saw this video, um uh funny enough, I think it was I think it was with uh I think it was I think it was an Andrew Tate video uh that I saw <laughs> on a Well probably a it's a, yeah, and why he not? was in he I don't even know where he was. I don't know if he was in Dubai or I don't know exactly where he was. He was in the but UAE somewhere. He was somewhere. And they, they this guy had a vault in his in his like and we're talking I'm not talking like a like like a like a regular bank vault. Like it was like the size of this wall and it was this, this metal fucking huge door and they open up this door and they go inside and it's all it is is just a nerd fest of of comic books and stuff. And the guy goes like, "This is my Bugatti." And there it was like Superman volume. It was like Superman print one. It was like the one, one of one. He's like, "This is five point something million dollars. This is my Bugatti." <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, how much?" And and it was just like one thing. It was like a shrine of fucking stuff all over the place. And you and know, so much I, of that isn't like new money. So much of that is just like this is oh, like third generation oil baron. Like it was born rich. Hasn't known anything but just whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you have it's it. Cra- it's crazy. They um, there is this guy as well in the there in in UFC. Actually, that was a Russian. There's this Russian guy <laughs> that would go to these UFC fighters, and they would he he loves UFC. He's like a huge MMA guy, but like people know he's kind of like he's seen and done some shit. You know, some Russian. If you're dude a wealthy Russian, like, you have definitely seen and done some shit. And apparently he flies out athletes and pays them fucking insane money. For private fights? That's no, not fights, but like oh. they'll go and train with him and hang oh, out. Like just okay. like, yeah, come like just come on over. You know, and apparently this Russian guy is like he fights as well and he's like a he, Oh, okay. He likes I thought you training. were about to tell me there was like Russian blood sport no. going on and they were coming up with some and like maybe. their private <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But like I just can't see the Saudis. And once again, guys, this is all speculative. Like we don't yeah, actually we don't even know if they bought it yet. But it, it seems makes sense. Highly it likely. I think if they do buy it, there's not going to be. I think for the for the wrestlers, I think for the women's wrestling, who knows? Like that might actually just be gone. Like straight up or completely different. Like in which case, I don't like know. you say, Tony Khan at AEW is like, oh yeah, oh for sure. Um, but the wrestlers, they might no longer have to do the traveling, right? Getting on a fucking tour bus, going from state to state to state to state to state. They might just have to fly out there, do do some big events. Maybe it's only pay-per-view. Maybe they still do uh, like a one show a week or something. And uh, it, could be, it could be a big deal for the wrestlers. It might actually give them a life again. It might not be as crazy. And they're going to get paid more. Like, especially the stars. Imagine... 
out in Saudi, like bringing in John Cena or Brock Lesnar or the Do you Rock think John Cena stays these- if they do go there? I think he'll show up. Like, I think they'll just say, hey, we'll give you $10 million to come do WrestleMania, right? And he'll be like, okay, <laughs> okay. And like to them, it's like, whatever, right? Um, and who knows? I don't know. It's exciting. I mean, it's, it's, cr- it's crazy, but like at the same time, it could be good. It could be horrible. It's just wild to me because like uh, wrestling, while I haven't been in a, a, a clearly invested in it in a very long time now, like wrestling is still part of my childhood and, and one of the main forms of entertainment I had for like the first 15 at least years of my life. And so I never would have thought in a million years that Vince McMahon would ever sell this fucking company to anyone for any amount of money because, he, uh, because he's just... Because well, I never thought he'd. Uh, I never thought he would. Not because not because I didn't think he'd want the money. I just didn't think the company. I never saw it early when I was like younger. I never saw WWE being small enough or struggling to have enough viewership on TV for Vince to consider selling it to somebody. Mm. But we're there. If you look at the at the a number of view, I mean, YouTubers bury fucking weekly WWE shows i'm like we're talking like one to seven million people tuning in which is like a casual tuesday for thousands of youtubers that put out seven videos a week so like it's 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 not like seven million people on on tv is obviously worth more than youtube clearly but it's not what it's not paying like it used to for them and it's getting harder and harder apparently for them to be able to churn out a product that that people are very 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 interested in and it's gotten so fucking weird. like you know it got bad like they used to occasionally have to pipe in audience sounds like cheering and shit like that or whatever but you'd be watching it at home and the camera wouldn't have cut wouldn't have cut away to, or like cut into a, a tighter shot so you were still seeing like everyone and then and then, like, an entrance theme would play, and, and they'd pipe in, like, a big pop. Like, a crowd just going shit like crazy, but the camera's still wide. And you're seeing everyone's just sitting there like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's brutal. So it's, it's brutal. been bad for a while. But it makes sense. Like, you know, he's, he's obviously at... A, at I, I don't... There's a reason why he's coming back, right? Like, obviously, he had to leave because it was... There was a it's lot of heat hot. on him. Yeah. And the companies were probably like, bro, you gotta go because, like, you're gonna sink us. Uh, but... The fact that he's come back, there's no way in fuck that Vince is coming back to to be the CEO of WWE for the next 10 years. No. It feels like he's coming back to do something big that he makes the decision himself so that it isn't Triple H or Stephanie that's calling a shot to sell and, yeah. the, and it's on them. It's like, hey, I gave birth to this or, or I really built this. I'm going to be the one that's going to do it. And, you know, people are going to get paid out. And then I think that will allow him to like sort of rest easy when he's his hands are tied. Cause even though his hands were tied, I think I t- talked about this before, you know, he's still calling shots behind the scenes. Like, you know, you know, Stephanie and oh, Triple H sure. are going to him and he's saying, no, no, I want this. It was probably just a formality. It's like, you just got to be the face of it for a little while. And I don't even think Stephanie really wanted to do it anyway, but she just kind of did it. So like, you know, it is what it is. I, I think selling it is good. It'll be a shame if, Saudi does buy it and they completely remove like women's division or they, but you never know. They might keep the women's division and only allow them to wrestle in the United States. And then when for the big, big events like WrestleMania, all of those will be held in Saudi. But I don't, I still don't know what's going to happen with, with the women's side of things. It is a big question mark. Who for knows? Sure. 
Who knows? Yeah, anyway. uh, yeah but the, yeah, the, the wild times, all all in like a span of a couple hours. I do think the most telling part about all this is that Stephanie stepped down the same day that it was okay. announced her father's coming back. It's hard to get a read on what that means in terms of like for her. Why is she doing it? Is she doing it because she's made now and she doesn't need to worry about it anymore? Or is she doing it because she's not, she doesn't agree with what her father is doing? Or Might or be a what? little bit of column A and B. It, it might be. Know? And I think we'll have to wait and see what the real Especially result is. If she finds out that like, hey, we're selling to the Saudis and the women's side of wrestling is gone. She's like the pioneer of women's wrestling. Yeah, yeah, you know, like she really helped build that thing up to legitimacy. Uh, so you know, and she's a woman, and she's a wrestler, and she's a businesswoman, and she knows what she's doing. So she's probably, if that's the decision, she's probably not happy with Daddy for you know doing that. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, this is definitely a wait and see what happens from this point. But well, but interesting all the same. Last thing I've got, well, before I talk about that, I guess do we have an Avatar update. Have we have we crossed two bill yet? Are we? Are no, we still... I don't think so. It's, I don't think so. Avatar box office. Uh, that was four days ago. Box office mojo. Uh, uh we are at one point eight billion. Okay. So we're yeah, doing about a hundred mil a week right now. Seems like it's million, yeah, a hundred million ish a week. Pretty much everybody right now is saying two billion is pretty much guaranteed. Um it had a thirty-three percent drop in this this last week, which isn't massive by any means. No. Especially since uh, it grew by two percent one week for God's sake. This is yeah. Just... Yeah. It's uh it'll 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 reach two billion, likely. Um if not, it'll be like very, very right close. Up on but the I, edge think, of it. I think it will. I think because there's nothing really else that's coming out for a while. So they're just going to be able to. He coast is re releasing Titanic I remastered go 4K see it, 3D I'm in gonna February. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see it in IMAX 3D. That'll be dope. And I haven't seen Titanic in like, fuck, 15 years. It's been years. a while. It's been a while. Maybe I mean, they longer? shot. Did he? Uh, it was. It, it had to have been. Because, well, I shouldn't say that because digital video did exist at the time. Do we know if he shot the entire movie in in analog? Do you know if it was? I have do you no know? idea. Because it was know. on film, then scanning for 4K is kind of fucking whatever. But if if he did parts in digital, then at that time it might have been a little bit. It, may, it might, makes it a little hairier. But I suspect knowing James, he probably did that shit on uh, on on film. But uh, yeah, that's. That will be interesting. That's going to clearly, by then, I mean, you would have expected it by then, I suppose, anyway, but, uh, well, at least, let's say it didn't, uh, it was still there, that uh, Titanic might be one of the ones that would kick the, you know, kick Avatar out of IMAX, at least some of the theaters, because they're playing that shit, I believe, in IMAX uh, 3D. There, yeah. Yeah, so, there you go. Watch Jack not be on a door again. The movie. Uh, really? Uh, the reason, you know what I want to go? I want to watch in 3D, and more specifically, with 30,000 watts of, of, of fucking sound. I want to hear the sound that the dude makes when the ship goes perfectly fucking vertical, and Jack and Rose are going over the edge, and then it cuts to a, a fucking bird's eye view, and here comes a guy falling from out of frame, yeah. and he hits, <laughs> boom, and he hits a fucking stack. Yeah. That, with IMAX audio, that's the real reason to spend the money to go there. That's that's clearly it. That's clear. That's clearly it. 
Uh, but yeah, that's so that is happening. I forgot to write that in, but I didn't even know. I like that popped up in my timeline. I was like, "What the fuck, James is bringing that shit back?" And this twenty fifth anniversary. He's like, "Oh shit, James okay. is uh, is is a is a money printer, man. He's just he's a just gift bringing, that keeps on giving. He just keeps bringing more fucking shit. bro. The, the amount of pull that he must have over there is insane. He's Huge. just like, bro, if he wanted to put out a four and a half hour Avatar movie, they'd be like, you know what, James." Put your four and a half hour Avatar movie out right now. When's Terminator 2's next anniversary that he could theoretically bring no that idea. shit back? It was was no, it ninety one or ninety two, or was it, was it in the eighties? It wasn't. No, was the Terminator first one 2? late eighties? Let me see. T two. I can't remember anymore. Was it late eighties and then the other one was in ninety two or something like that? Ninety one for 91. Terminator two. Okay, yeah, so eighties, so, late eighties for Terminator. We've got a couple years for the thirty fifth anniversary. James probably thinking about it. Rescan that bitch. Send it back into theaters. Uh, and make sure, James, if you do it, for God's sake, don't fuck the music up like some of the DVD releases where the, the fucking the theme song was all garbage and you had to own the VHS to get the real sound. Did you ever hear that or do you ever see that? So in the in the original wow. movies, when they, they had the VHS uh, for the, the release, it was fun. The, the audio for the, the theme song, you know, like the do-do-do-do-do-do. So that was all great. And then they did a re-release or whatever in the DVDs or, or even Blu-rays. And that cut, for whatever reason, was fucked. The audio was fucked. And so it just sounded like a wet fart. It was just ass. And everyone was super salty. Oh, it was terrible. So people were super salty about it. And so they were like, they were, they were still, everyone was watching on VHS tapes and shit. And so, yeah, they, fuck, put that shit back in there. That song would slap in IMAX, bro. The bass, oh, yeah. the bass hitting for Terminator. I would go, dude, You they put a 4K re-release out. Oh, Terminator Two! I've oh. never seen it as I never seen it in theaters. It was before my before, time. Yeah, like, exactly. I, mean, I was alive, but like I was, I was a child. Uh, I'm going to see it. 100%. See Sarah Connor on a fence as a nuke goes off, ah, burning in IMAX. Be great. I'm in. Uh, any other movie news? You got the movie TV news that I missed uh, for this this week? Mm, no, I don't think no. so. Uh, the, I mean, there was a trailer for Ant Man uh, oh. that came out. Uh, I have a question, and I feel like I might be on an island on this one, but I really, I love Paul Rudd. I, if I was paid to search with a metal detector to find a single fuck for Ant-Man, I don't think I'd be able to find one. Yeah, Ant-Man's a pretty, pretty, I'm going to trigger some people, but he's a pretty <laughs> shit-tier mid-character, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> uh not one of my not one of my favorites but paul rudd's pretty awesome so i fucking I love mean, paul rudd but i like yeah. it's just ant-man just does not get my rocks off i'm sorry i, I can't. fell asleep, i fell asleep in the theater in the last ant-man movie like i slept i slept like the last 40 minutes of it the whole that thing good. i didn't that, even care good eh? i was just like yeah i'm going to sleep <laughs> i could feel myself going and usually i fight him like jeff come on just watch the movie i was like no i'm not fucking <laughs> out <laughs> out cold Oh my. Uh, well, the only thing I also I have here this week, I watched, um, Em and I watched uh, The Menu. Mm. Uh, yes. So, like, well, I was very, I had seen like ads, like one or two ads, uh, clips of ads or whatever for it. And, and I was like, oh, that looks maybe kind of nice. So we, we were playing Scrabble or whatever, we were looking for something to watch. And, and, uh, and that popped up. And, and so I was reading the synopsis. And, and in the in the description at the bottom of what like the genres were, there was like fucking four friggin' different genres listed. I was like, "What is going on here?" It was like, uh, yeah, it's like a suspense it was like thriller, horror, suspense, horror. thriller, comedy. Yeah. And I was like, 
what the fuck blender ass shit did we get going on for this movie? And so anyway, I saw, but I saw the act, you know, the people in the movie, you know, Anya Taylor Joy, and I can't for the life of my life of me remember the guy's name that plays the chef. It's just escaping me right now. It was like, those are some good actors. I'll turn that shit on. And so we did. Uh, and good movie. Good movie. What I would say about it, unique, clearly. If you got that many genres in your fucking title, relatively unique. Um, definitely worth watching, I think. Uh, for sure. Not a lot of bad things to say about it. Uh, and, uh, and had got a couple of good laughs. Very, if you're somebody that considers yourself a foodie, you don't have to be, but if you know anything about, like, the tropes of the foodie community or or fine dining in general, there's some good funny shit at it. They definitely poke fun at, uh, at, at that stuff a little bit in this, in this movie. But uh, nevertheless, yeah, and enjoyed that. That was a pretty good time. And other than that, didn't get a chance to catch anything else just yet. We still never. We still. I gotta. I gotta find. Oh, what was it? Oh crap! That's gone. Doesn't matter. Anyway, it's time for X support <laughs> Patreon.com. Slash lag TV. It's a place to go if you want to financially support the podcast. I just gotta give a shout out to a lot of people. We have held more or less steady at the same Patreon level for a long time. Would I like to see more money? Yes, because I'm poor. Well, house poor specifically. I'm not actually poor. I'm doing very well for myself. Clearly, M and I are doing great. But house poor. Would I like to see it more money? Yeah, of course. But we have stayed at this exact amount of money for so fucking long. I just gotta say, you guys are gods. And girls. So there, there are at least three. Legends. I, like, I, every week I keep, like, going to post the tech support thing, and I, like, every, I almost have a heart attack, because when you open the Patreon app as a creator, the first thing they do is show you how much money you're making on the fucking app, which is not something I necessarily want. I keep thinking, man, is this the day that I turn this bitch on, and, like, half the fucking people just evaporated, and I'm going to look at it and be like, god damn. It's run its course, but no, you Kai, you guys just keep going to keep uh, keep making the magic happen. So thank you very no, much. We keep for that. doing it. It's this is how it works. I can't speak for Adam, but when this is no longer profitable, <laughs> my Thursday nights are no longer welcome to be here. <laughs> just keeping it on it. So keep supporting the podcast. Yes, because uh, you know it is. Whoa. It is nice to be here. We got a short list this week. Short list this week. People very busy. Uh, but that's good because I've got to go and and get some uh, some uh, errands done with uh, with them after this. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, this is a very long. I have to pre-read this one just in case I'm going to get fucking like rug pulled towards the end of this. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right this is a there's a lot of build up to a very a very odd question but i, I have to i have to I, I have to okay so danish devil says we probably all know about adam's story and he's referring to uh to me running into the back of the car when i was younger and uh destroying my uh my left testicle as a child uh he said but i had a funny testicle story to share he said i was talking with the wife in bed and had an itch went to scratch that right nut and felt the left so mid-sentence, I said, where the fuck did my right nut go? 
and she lost it. Thankfully, I'm uh, lost it meaning laugh. I don't think she lost. She lost oh, okay. his nut. Uh, oh, be impressive if she did. Uh, thankfully, it did not just reseed back into my abdomen. It was just trading places with its neighbor for the moment. What's a funny story related to a boy-girl parts that the other side didn't realize was just kind of part of life? Uh, I don't think I have any, like, surprise, this is how things actually work situation. I will say... Like, other things, from a guy's perspective, um, that I have not experienced myself, but I've known other guys to do, is, and I don't know how guys are doing this shit, I, like, I, like, I, I would get it if you're older, but some, some young dudes apparently just got these fucking sacks that are just hanging low as shit, because I've heard guys sitting down on the toilet take a shit, and accidentally sitting on a nut. I've done that. And I've actually like, done it. Like, like... I only got one good nut, but the other one is making up for the other. Let's put it that way. And so, and so I've, so I, even me, no matter how warm it's ever been, I have never been, you know, when I, guys will know what I mean when I say it's warm, because that's the difference maker. If it's cold, the shit ain't going south. And you know, if it's cold, it goes north. It's the opposite of real life. It goes north for the, for, uh, for the, uh, for the winter. Um, I've never... Uh, maybe I've had a couple close calls, but I've never actually done- And thank God, because holy fuck. That sounds like the worst thing in the world. Especially if you're just looking to, like, take a shit and you're just ready- And then all you get- all of a sudden you've crushed your fucking nuts. Like, that's yeah, just- Yeah, no, it's not- it's not that bad. Like, I don't want to say I've, like, completely sat on my balls, but, like, I've pinched them. Like, sitting down on the toilet seat, like- some, Oh, okay. Like, you know, when I'm going to sit down, man, I gotta, like, grab the shit and- and kind of, like, you know, be- like, I don't know how to- <laughs> describe this but like i don't just fucking get on the toilet and just like sit down and start shitting like yeah gotta, yeah, yeah you know grab you gotta arrange you gotta arrange some and stuff kind of yeah and then kind of tuck it into the fucking toilet you know what yeah, i'm yeah. saying like uh because because you know you do that you you pinch it once or twice you sit on it and you no uh, longer want to do that again you no longer want to do that shit again and also i think it depends on the toilet like some toilets are fucking small dude i've been to some places where like the fucking toilet seats are like almost dude. like fucking for toddlers i'm like what the fuck Dude, the it's toilet, crazy. the toilet, and, and, and it's not that we could get a bigger one down there, but the one that's in our apartment below, you know, the, the basement apartment is small enough that if I were to sit down on it, my balls would be resting on the fucking porcelain. Like, yeah. like the, like it's, it's a small and shallow toilet. Like it's, it's a tiny fucking toilet. The one that we have here, the joke is, and you would know, cause it's been here long enough. Anyone that's not six foot six, you dangle your feet off the fucking yes. toilet because it's huge. This is yes. the polar opposite. My knees would be in my ears. My fucking testicles would be resting on the inside of the fucking toilet. Have you have you ever had to sit on a toilet somebody else's house where it's a kind of shallow? Like the toilet itself's not small, but the bowl is really shallow, and your du- your nuts dunk in the fucking water, and you gotta like fucking like contend with that. You ever have that oh, happen? I've, I've oh def I've definitely been. I don't think I've been to a friend's house, but I've been to like. I've been to like hotels or like just weird establishments where it's like, what, what the fuck is this? So, <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's a toilet for people... ants. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I can't, I, you know, I, 
<laughs> what exactly is the fucking question? Well, I guess it's just like one of those things that I, I think it's just asking like things that you wouldn't think about that would be like uh, that you learned over the years, either about yourself or your partner that it just that you find out is mm. just one of those normal. It's just a well, fact of life kind of well, a situation. Uh, I mean, given birth, there's just some shit that some like shit that goes on. That's natural. That and out. Yeah, that like. <laughs> It's just, think, just thinking about it it's fucking gives me goosebumps there's some shit that goes down and the thing is is when when birth is when 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 the lady is in labor it's it's not just the things you see it's the smells too it's like it's 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 a birth is like a very distinctive smell well, it's shit mixed you know, with fucking like with, yeah, with but, like no, but the thing like is, their, is like their my water wife, and yeah, but my wife never shit and stuff because she had like a C-section and, and shit. Like I'm oh, talking about like right. I'm talking about like when you're when you're when you're in when you're well, you're in smelling the, uh, the inside of your wife's yeah. body oh. is what you're. T- <laughs> Fuck. Like I just remember it plain as day, and like I've never there's this like very specific smell that that is just it's. It's not that it doesn't smell like shit, but it's no. not like a pleasant smell. It's like it's not it's a, a smell that you dis- smell unless you are in that specific situation. Yeah, like I don't know what a dead body smells like when it's like rotting, but different. Like, I, I would imagine. And bad. <laughs> I would imagine that like the sensation that I had is probably similar. Where it's like when you smell something, you're like, whoa, like that <laughs> is very unique, and you've never smelt something like that before. Um, <laughs> along with just seeing shit, like. You, like, you see, oh you, you see a lot. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I think it's probably also. So I don't know if it was like this too, but like hospitals have a really distinctive smell because That's of the true too. the heavy fucking chemical cleaners that they That's use, true. and everything smells like bleach. And yeah, so you get like this weird hospital cleaner. Yeah. You know, and bodily fluid fucking like combination. This. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck me. <laughs> So yeah, no, outside of that, like, you know, when it comes to the male or female body, I can't really say there yeah, is stuff that I've, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't think, well, yeah, I, because we had pretty comprehensive, we had pretty comprehensive, like, sex ed class, like, it was, yeah. like there wasn't a lot. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't a lot. I think the one thing that I learned about later that they didn't talk about very much, they probably did mention it, but since I wasn't a girl, it just like in one ear and fucking like out the other or, or whatever, was like how frequently women can get uh, a UTI if depending on how much sex you're having. And, and you know, and sometimes it's just lo- like it's not about being clean or whatever. It literally just happens. Like, depending, like the sex positions that you have can just increase the chances of a UTI. And some girls are more susceptible or more likely to get it than others. And that was probably one that, like, took me by surprise. I was like, what the fuck? This is, like, the third one in the last friggin', like, three months. What the fuck is going on? We need to increase that cranberry juice. Something's got to fucking had, change. I just had some cranberry juice. <laughs> Delicious. I don't have a UTI, though. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that might be one. But beyond that, yeah, no, I learned everything I needed to learn about my own my own shit by running into the back of a fucking Saturn. <laughs> Couldn't have even been a nice car. It was a fucking, it was a, it was a Saturn, you know, but like the one, and it was the model that they came out where the, the, remember the old commercials, uh, where Saturn's thing was their dent resistant doors. Like that was their selling feature. Mm. It was that specific Saturn. Nice. At 45 kilometers an hour. Right into the the dental, right? Fucking back of that car. Um, 
Timedrix asks, what items that you purchase on a regular basis have gone up in price for you, or what have you noticed so far for big price increases? Everything. It's literally. It's, it's every. It's it is everything. Like groceries is up horrendous. Gas up horrendous. Although the gas has come down, gas some, has still, backslid a bit, but it's still bad. Yeah, but it's still bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's be real. It's still a buck forty-one um, or some shit yeah, right it's now. Just cr- it's just fucking dumb. Like, it's just it's so expensive. Um, but that's boom. per liter, by the way, because some people are yes. gonna be like a buck forty-one. Oh my god! No, it's a buck forty-one a liter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say food is definitely the one that. Uh. You feel you it the most because you, you buy it the you, most. You buy really. it all the time. Yeah. Dude, I Kale and I, this isn't even a joke. Like we had we had like a serious sit down uh about what a month ago where um a budget talk? Yeah, because like, you know, I I've always prided myself on like when it comes to food and groceries, like buy I don't buy whatever care. you want. Buy whatever it is that you want. I work too hard to like worry about this shit. But dude, I um I I usually Kayla what Kayla was doing is like she would uh because Kayla deals with all the groceries I don't go grocery shopping and um haven't been in a grocery store and actually done a full grocery order in over a decade like no joke um so Kayla Kayla and Kai go together and it's their little thing and and that's fine I mean I've been I've been out with them like at a Walmart or something but they do it and so I don't ever really look at the receipts or anything. Like Kayla always tells me, like it's fucking hell expensive. Like this this bag of groceries costs one hundred and twenty dollars, or these few bags was like four hundred bucks or whatever. And uh, I had gotten, um, I had added her on my credit card. I got a new credit card, and you get like five times the points for groceries. So before she was just taking my other credit card that you would get a certain amount of points, but this one was was three times the other one. So I said, okay, I'm going to like add you onto this credit card and they're going to send one out like in your name, but it's like linked. So whenever she uses it, I can sort of see what's going on. I can make payments. She can make payments, whatever. Cause we have our own separate accounts. We don't have a, we don't, we have a joint account, but it's, it's, it's not for that stuff. Um, so I, I, uh, I don't know what possessed me to do it, but I, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to see, how much money I'm spending. I think I was trying to figure, actually, I know what it was. I was trying to figure out like, do I make enough money in real estate, like passively to like pay for my life? So I was going through what we spend on a monthly basis and then like sort of what was coming in. And uh, I realized, I said, holy fuck, this food. No joke, bro. The, the last three months, so before last month, before we had this big talk, for three months in a row, we averaged twenty seven hundred dollars a month in groceries. Oh my god! Twenty seven, twenty seven hundred. Now is that like is that like you so know dog is, food, yeah, clean household cleaners, correct. the whole correct? Okay. So okay. So essentially, this is food, and then dog food, cat food, toilet paper, toothpaste, like toiletries, that sort of stuff, vitamins, like just the things that like. Every Everything day. that comes out of a grocery store, essentially. Correct. Yeah. So, like, on average for the for that three month period, it was twenty seven hundred bucks. Now, to be fair, I've had a lot of dietary issues, and so I've been eating like really expensive, gluten free, dairy free. Like, you know what it's like. Like, I you buy a fucking bag of chips, 
that's like gluten-free whatever gmo whatever and the shit costs you eight bucks yeah like a fucking bag of chips right or you could go and get 99 cent bag of chips that you know everybody most people can eat so like obviously i knew that just from my dietary problems because everything like the spaghetti sauce fucking everything that we that kayla cooks with had to be modified so that i could actually eat it or i'm gonna be miserable and like I'm still kind of miserable, and I'm still spending all all of this money. So anyway, I told Kale, I'm like, Kale, like you know, I'm not telling you you're doing anything wrong because you just you just looking out and you doing whatever. But like, holy fuck, twenty seven hundred dollars <laughs> a month. You know, damn near one month. It was time to learn grand. how to make your own spaghetti sauce, Mister Black. Yeah. So so anyway, we had a we had a big we had a we had a big uh, went through all the receipts, and and that's one thing that she does that's that's great as well is like we looked. Every month we have like folders for everything we're spending and we put it in folders. So we were able to like kind of go back and sort of look at what was going on. And our biggest issue, one of the biggest issues was, is we would run, I would run low on specific things and Kayla would want me to have it. So she would just go to the grocery store to pick up a couple things. And then when you're at the grocery store, you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess since we're here, may as well grab this, may as well grab that, may as well grab that. And it kind of adds up. But then also just the price of food in general has gone up like a solid 20, 25%, like no joke. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, we managed to bring it down. So now we're, we're, we're under $2,000 a month. I was going to say, did you break the 2000 barrier? Yeah, 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 yeah we're yeah. under. So we're like, you know, anywhere between 16 and 1800 bucks. And it's just three of us here, man. It's myself, Kale and Kai and a dog and a cat. Oh yeah. Uh, and it costs that much. Um, and obviously I'm still eating the things that I need to eat, but like, holy fuck, that's the worst. So I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the food. Yeah. I would say, I mean, yeah, food, uh, thankfully being here at home, I haven't had to, and, and M and I being here hasn't run the grocery bill up, um, very much while we've been here, but there, but there are items. So like, I, I know what my dad complains about, for example, when he goes out to buy groceries or whatever, he brings them home. Um, if mom's doing any amount of baking or whatnot, the one of the things that he complains about all the time is butter. The cost of butter, unsalted Crazy. butter, like a pack of unsalted butter is like twelve fucking dollars or some shit. Or like, which is just like, it's insane. Clearly insane. Why, yeah, why like, is why? that twelve fucking dollars? Uh, and um, uh, I I know personally, so I don't buy, I haven't bought grocery while well, we're we're gonna be starting here pretty soon. So it'll be fun to see what our grocery budget ends up working out to be like. But I know I know that when I went in, Mom asked me to stop in at Shoppers uh, Drug Mart to pick up um, some chips because we we needed some chips for the dip that we had had for New Year's or whatever the fuck. And so I stopped in, and two bags of regular, not the party size. Not just the fucking two bags of Ruffles Plain chips. You want how much money two bags of Ruffles Plain chips cost? You just because you just you just talked about the ninety nine cent bags that yeah, everyone that everyone like else can buy for two bags, man. It was twelve dollars. Yeah, it's nuts for two bags of chips. Of plain Ruffles, regular sized, insane. And when you open the bag, bro, it's thirty percent filled. Well, yeah. And there's like, there's like nothing in them, so I, I would say that. I and and because I go when I take M to and from work, we go frequently enough uh, to be able to like see a little difference. 
fast food has gone up too. So like we go to Tim Hortons because oh, yeah. she wants like she needs like coffee or something to keep her alive or whatnot in the mornings. And 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 a lot of times, you know, we prioritize her sleep over waking up earlier to try and make breakfast in the morning or whatever. So we just like stop in and, and get her something to eat on the way to work. And that that has gone up pretty substantially. Like our our order for the two of us to eat breakfast, even a year just a, just a year ago, or le- even less than a year, like maybe even like fucking ten months ago, was uh, was um, seventeen bucks, I think, all in. And now it's like twenty two. Yeah. So in ten months, it's gone up five bucks, and yeah. that's just fucking crazy. So yeah, oh, everything is up crazy. I will I'll put this little point on it. Um. I didn't feel it, but but we were curious. So we got our um, when we went over to the dead, and I went over to the house today. It was it was uh, it was flyers day. So it was a bag of like seven hundred flyers at the bottom of the driveway. So we picked up a bag of flyers, going inside, opening up. You know, it's Black Friday month still. So there's lots of sales. We're going through shit, looking at it. And Dad's like, "Oh shit!" He's looking at the flyer. And he's looking up. He's like, "Is this your fridge and your stove and your?" And your dishwasher, and I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, uh, I compare the thing, and I'm like, oh, well, there was two different sales. They were bundling, or they had them in different rows, but, but you know, I was like, yeah, that's my fridge, that's my stove, that's my, my dishwasher, and they were on sale, like a big, you know, Black Friday sale kind of, kind of situation. And Deb was like, Deb was like, these are still pretty expensive. He was like, well, what did you pay for all these? And I opened my phone, and I, I pulled up my receipt, because we had got it from Best Buy in January of 2020. Uh, two and no joke the fridge i so i got the fridge for four hundred dollars less just the fridge i got the stove for almost three hundred dollars less and i got the dishwasher for a hundred and twenty or a hundred and forty dollars less the dream and it was and and both of them were sales both january just january 2023 versus january 2022 both same thing black friday whatever the fuck and when you see these sales for these items it's because lg is going to the district so this is not like a yeah you know leon's putting on no. a sale and it's only leon's every you go everywhere you'd see the exact same sticker on on every on every one of them and so oh like over a thousand or almost a thousand dollars after tax difference in just one year in those three appliances in total which is just fucking insane so yeah everything has gotten very very expensive and and it's unlikely to change anytime soon unfortunately so yeah i'll, I'll try and remember to update when em and i get like a couple months worth of our grocery bills yeah, in to see what you're paying i mean you see guys where are we gonna, get yeah. at i mean you guys will be less than us like obviously like we're we're a family now and yeah like, we got we got know, less mouths to bit, feed yeah we, you know it's a little bit different and my son just fucking eats 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 it's all he fucking does is eat <laughs> Uh, but it's still, it's, it's still it's going to be, be more expensive. Than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah like yeah. I used to, it used to be when I lived you know, by myself for eight, nine years or, or living, well, not by myself necessarily, but with somebody else, uh, the average for a month was, um, about a thousand bucks. Yeah. So you'll, you'll so, probably be at like 12, 1300. Yeah. I think probably. it'll be 12 or 1300 bucks somewhere in that neighborhood, yeah. which is not cheap just to spend on food. No, and that's not including any takeout. So like, you know, no, get that's just get the sandwich here. You know, you're, you're spending a couple grand a month in food. Like when it's oh. all said and done, it's we were crazy. sitting, we were sitting in the Tim Hortons today or not in the Tim Hortons, but we were like, we do the drive through and then we just, we just park somewhere to eat. And, uh, 
And M looked at me and she said, when we move out, we can't eat, we, we can't be doing this anymore because it's just going to be too much money. There's just there's no yeah. shot. Like, yeah, it's going to be, be like once, twice a week. Can't do it every day. It's like, bruh. Yeah, it's uh, it's nuts. It's crazy, man. It's it's actually crazy. Like, dude, like I'm I'm fine. You know, like yes. financially, like we're good. But like for me, even for me going out <laughs> and doing shit, I'm going, what the fuck? Like I'm spending insane amounts of money. Like, and I asked myself, how do people afford this fucking shit? And then I well, realized they, don't. they can't. They don't afford it. Like that's There's, the thing. So food theft right now is through the fucking roof. Oh, I bet. Um, uh, food banks are completely fucked because oh, they literally can't get enough food to keep up with demand. There was like a small food bank in the middle of fucking nowhere that was like, we've gotten like 80 new people in the last month. Like 80, 80, and they're not just it's an individual. Just they're, they're coming there for like a family. You wow. know, so they represent those 80 people represent yeah. usually 80 families behind them. And yeah. then there was one woman interview where she said, you know, she was a special case that was really unfortunate, but the, a storm knocked over some shit uh, or whatever, and it destroyed. Uh, it was a it was a, a triplex, an old triplex. Um, and and uh, she had to choose between food and repair the roof in the house for her and her kids, and so she had to repair. Uh, clearly, for shelter, it's winter, it's fucking the maritime winter repair the house and now she's all she can do is rely on food banks for like the foreseeable future because there's just there's no fucking it's shot it's crazy it's, it's just it's, no it's shot not, it's just yeah it, it, so it's it's it, it's scary times, bad. man and it's gonna yeah. get worse this year's gonna be bad it's yeah gonna get, it's gonna be bad a health act's gonna be really fucking crazy because we already have like our homeless numbers have gone through the roof in the last year here yeah uh, oh, i don't know if you've been worse. downtown anytime oh, bad. in the last oh, while yeah, it's bad bro they have to they have like fucking everywhere. toronto now you got tents pitched out and fucking people everywhere sleeping. yeah bro citadel and, hills got like fucking mountains of homeless people just chilling uh they've got like little tiny communities and huts of just like all these yeah. people that are homeless it's like jesus fuck man it's 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 not great and then you've got uh and and the real catch 22 here is the the housing market has cooled in a lot of the other places in the country not but here. not here because no. the demand is still high because it's it's actually had a, a almost not a doubling effect but it's actually it's actually made it stay level more or less and continue to grow because everyone can't afford houses even worse in other places yeah, they now move here, bro. and they so like, they move here them. even faster yeah, and so and the we, inventory there's no inventory and the house prices what did they say i saw the news the estimate the estimate is coming in for for houses to go up in halifax another 21 to 23 percent in 2023 in one I don't year know about that i don't know i don't know if, i don't think that's gonna happen but it was 20 in 2021 I mean, yeah i think and yeah, 20, I, sorry 2022 2022 yeah i i mean i i foresee i've I foresee a downturn uh, of five to ten percent for specific types of homes. I think homes like mine, uh, it's going to go down a little bit. Uh, but I think everyday single family homes, anything south of seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, yes, it's going to continue to do. It's well. going to continue to go up. It's going to continue to do well you because know, people are just going to like come here. Correct. Correct. So, you know, I think the, the sort of the, the bigger, the bigger homes in, in certain areas, they, they might struggle, but you never know. Like there, there still isn't a lot of inventory. So like, if anything, they might just stay flat. 
I, um, I think that's probably it. Is it at the really high end. So like, yeah. let's say a million and north yeah. will just flatline, yeah. and then everything south of a million has headroom to just oh for sure keep for fucking sure. keep fucking for going. Sure. And so it, it's it's supply a blind demand, man. It's a fucking, I've been telling you this. I told you this before crazy. you bought your house. I'm like, bro, just go fucking buy your house because if you don't, like, imagine if you waited another year, six months, nine months, your house would have would have been even more the, the only more well the only yeah the only difference would be there would have been like a four-month window where we could have got it with less of a bidding war it still would have been way more than it would have been like three years ago but the bidding yeah. war wouldn't have been as bad that's, that's the true. only difference everything else because the yeah. bidding wars have gone down the prices are still going up but people aren't yeah. coming in and being like 150 yeah, grand over asking yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 those days are done. Yeah, those day, unless it's very very specific, and and you're see you might see a little bit of that because some people are strategically putting their houses below market value to yes, create to get a bit of a shitstorm. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, no, you're not seeing that anymore. If you, if a house goes up for sale for 700k, it's usually selling for 700k. Yeah, that's typically what it is. Yeah, you might you might get five thousand dollars off during inspections and shit, but it ain't that's going about to. It. That's about it. That's about yeah. it. So yeah, we'll it'll be brace for it. Buckle up. Buckle the fuck up. Uh last one, Mr. Black. Comes in from Neil. Said uh <laughs> ah, This is funny. Okay, so apparently he said some people don't think it's normal to water bend while in the shower. You know what he means by that? Like Avatar? He's got the, the waters coming at you, so you're doing some fucking, like, water bending and shit. Oh. So he said, apparently some people don't think it's normal to water bend while in the shower. Thoughts on juvenile, in quotation marks, shower activities? <laughs> um, I mean, I honestly say I don't think I've done that in a while. Have you thrown a Kamea in the shower a couple times? Oh, for sure, but, not, like, not any... <laughs> I don't remember the last time I did that shit. No, you know I what? The next time your ass is getting it. in a shower. Oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to do some crazy. Uh, done... I've definitely done some shit for sure. Uh, that's for sure. Um, yeah, no, that's a funny question because it is true. I think everybody kind of does some weird water bending shit or just some weird shit that you do. Uh, because... A lot of times when I'm in the shower, I'm not joking. I don't know if anybody else is like this. You can let me know in the comment section or in the in the Twitch chat. But like my showers are about 20 minutes long and there's 5 minutes of actually scrubbing and and showering and brushing my teeth and stuff and the other and the 15 rest is just standing there. It's just <laughs> That's uh, that's me. I basically and it's uh, bad enough that like my skin is so dry. <laughs> Coming out of the shower because all I've done, and I I don't know how bad you like, I like my showers fucking hot, like especially fuck. in the winter Steaming. months. Steaming. And, and and I do it slow, so I'm like cooking a lobster, because if you go too hot too fast, yes. you're like, ha! Ah! See, so you got to get way. in there, and you just go slowly, and you touch the dial, because you get to a point on the dial where every like fucking millimeter is the difference between shit's too hot and... Yeah. You get this weird, your body does this weird wave of warmth with the temperature yep. change. Yep. And so you're just like, touch the dial. Oh, touch just the like dial. It. Touch it. Just, eh, 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 and eh. every once in a while, you get a little too fucking crazy. Like you hit it a little too hard. And you're like, whoa, back it off too much and it's cold. You're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to find that sweet spot. Yes. Yeah. 
been there. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm the same yeah. way. Now it's a little bit different because what I like to do now is I'm like, okay, Kai, go have your bath because this, this fucking place is notorious for running out of fucking water. So like, uh, oh, not like really? water itself, but like the hot water. Oh, so, you need so a bigger like, hot water tank, bro. I know. I know we do. <laughs> uh, but this, this hot water tank's like eight years old. So oh, okay. it's, it's coming gonna, up on it, its life. It's coming up in a couple of years. So we're, when that happens, I'm just going to get a big, bigger tank. But like, what I'll do is like, I'm like, Kai, just go get your fucking bath and run the bath. And then I know that like, if I burn it out, I can't even burn it out completely because Kayla's going to shower. And she, Kayla says this every time she's like, Jeff, save me some water. Save, save me some water. It's basically like, save me some hot water. They used to knows- tell me that when I was growing up as a kid, I'd be going to the shower and, and, and mom would be like, you better save me some fucking hot water. That's it. Kayla says that to me every day. And dude, I'm notorious. I know that people are like, you shouldn't shower every day. I shower every fucking day. And I'm not joking. Sometimes I shower twice because like I just, because if I'm fucking dead tired, I'll shower in the morning. And then at night, it's sort of like a ritual. I need my like 15 minutes of peace of just like fucking sitting in the shower cooking. Uh, I just need it in my life. Um, Sometimes, bro, sometimes I'll take a shower and even wash. I just sit in there. <laughs> well, honestly, if you're going to shower that frequently, just being in there for the water is probably yeah, not I'm the not worst joking. idea. Every fucking day I'm in that shower. Every day. Um, so I used to you know. I used to shower every day. Then it was every second day because my skin just got to the point where I like I, I there was not enough moisturizer to, fu- to you know to, to to fucking cover this body enough to uh, to be able to make it happen. And now in the last while, bro. I got to a point where I'm like, if my ass hasn't been sweating because I've been sitting down all, I haven't done anything. I'm not sweating. I don't give a fuck. I just don't care. I mean, it's whatever. And then I eventually, when I do go into the shower, it's for like 40 straight fucking minutes. I've gotten to a point where like, I don't like it. Like, it's kind of like you ever have those moments where you don't necessarily want to go to bed, but you know, you need to go to bed and you fight it and fight it and fight it. And then you finally get in bed. And then when you get in bed, now it's like, I'm you never wanted to go there, but now you don't want to leave the bed. Mm. I'm the same way with the shower. I don't mm. want to fucking go through because I know if I get in there, especially my face is all fucked up. Like my skin on my face is just fucked. So I know as soon as I go shower, I've got two days of my face being on fire and I can't do anything about it. So I'll put it off, put it off. Like I don't want to do it. And I get in the shower and I do not leave the shower because once I get in, I'm like, this is the greatest place on earth. Why didn't I do this sooner? What the yeah. fuck is wrong with me? I should have been yeah. in here ages ago. And then I just yeah, stand bro. there like you and I rotate and I touch the dial and I rotate the same way. and I just cook for the for same long way, periods of time. I'm, and then I'm the same. and then the cycle starts anew all over again. I will say this. I um I do a um I've started doing once in a while. I'm going to try and make it a better practice. If I do it in the morning to try and wake myself up and start my day with it, cold shower. And I mean mm. ice fucking cold. Mm. And I've also done it where after I've cooked, it's even more effective. After I've cooked myself, before I get out of the shower. Oh, I've done that. Oh, yeah. Right to the coldest setting. And then just try not to let your body shiver and just take it like take it as much as possible. And sometimes you trick yourself. You're like, oh, this is not so bad. And then you move like one fucking degree to the left or right and it hit the, that cold water hits a slightly different part of your body you're like, yeah, ah, like ah, ah, ah. I, and then I you actually, move one more degree and you're like ah, I, yeah. I actually do I actually do do that but I don't at the end of my showers like 
and it's usually because like the water's starting to go anyway. <laughs> I'll um I'll fucking I I don't crank it to the cold, but I slowly go colder and colder and colder. Oh, so you and go in the reverse until I can't handle it anymore. And then I like you know I I I prep myself right, so I'm, my my body's steaming. <laughs> I'll go I'll go in the other direction. It starts to get colder. And I'm like, oh, that actually kind of feels nice because like I'm cooling down. And I go a little bit colder. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> okay nipples are getting hard and i get a little bit harder and then it's colder and it's like okay now my balls are getting tight my dick's shrinking and i go a little bit harder and i'm like oh fuck now i'm now i'm fucking cold and then i'll just stand there <sighs> and i'm like i'm fucking just shivering I'm like yeah baby yeah and then i'll go and then i'll crank it all the way cold like, nope and then i'll turn it off and i leave the shower and then i'm, I'm out like, <laughs> i don't even bro i don't even build up uh, i go straight from cook the fucking freezer and I just try and take it as much as I can and so it's it, the balls are just immediately inside the body yeah. the fucking like you look like a Ken doll because your body goes from super warm to like fucking 87 blo- especially because like our, it's our city water but it's in the ground and so it's like if it's, it's 15 below zero outside it's and you turn man. that shit over to the cold side yeah. you're fucking like getting ice yeah, it's like jumping in a lake in the fucking winter nuts you're doing a polar bear dip in the shower, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's where uh, that's where we're going to stop for today. So we'll see you guys next week. When, what? Wait, is it next? Yeah, no, are you here next week? Nah, no, no. So it's next week. I'm here next. It's week. It's the week after. Week after. It's the week so after. In two weeks. I'm going to be in Vegas with Miyagi. Right, right. Miyags, make sure Jeff takes his cold shower. When he's in. Go. He's in Vegas. Got to wake my him bir- up. My birthday is next week too. That's true. Oh, is that technically while you're Next going? Sunday. Is this like a combo or whatever? Not uh, really. It's just no? coincidence. Co- yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I actually, to be fair, I wasn't gonna go. I, I I offered Kayla to go on a trip to like Dominican or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she just wasn't. She she just wasn't ready to leave Kai for an entire week because I'm not yeah, taking. Like, no. Yeah, and yeah. I looked into it. I looked into the cruises and I looked into like children related resorts and I just remembered. I always told myself whenever I went down south. I, I would look at the other families with kids, and like, I said, a Jeff, bad idea. you are never taking <laughs> your kids to a fucking all-inclusive resort because you're not going to be able to relax. You're not going to be able to do the things that you want to do. Love my son to death. But do no. anything for him, but no. You have to be a little bit older. You got you to be self-sufficient to a degree. He's a smart kid, but, like, you know, I can't just... I would feel uncomfortable just dropping them off at like some local fuck at some daycare at a resort where there's oh, a bunch yeah. of kids. Like I can't do that. I have to be, you know, I have to be hands on. So anyway, and now she texts me this morning. She's like, she's having a change of heart. Oh. And she's like, I want to go away. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of going to Vegas now. So I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that ship sorry. has sailed. Sailed. So unfortunately. Yeah, well, well. hopefully everything goes well. At least you're not going to Mexico, because apparently the cartel is making a habit of shooting planes up down there right now, so maybe, you know, that was a bad place to go. And then, uh, and, uh, and then yesterday, what was it, not to drag this podcast on, but the fucking FAA or whatever the hell it's called, like, for the first time since 9-11, grounded every fucking plane because of a computer error. Great. It's nuts. Shit's crazy. So, anyway, with that being said... Go take a cold shower, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Until then, stay safe out there, and peace! Peace.